This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Friday Brigade, what is up? Welcome into the Friday episode of the Bostonian versus the book Sports Grid TV. What's up, you guys on the YouTube? Thank you for hanging out. We're a little bit late on a Friday. We apologize for that. Oh, Thanks man. for hanging, chit chatting, having some fun on our YouTube channel, Twitter live as well. Day one of just the picks out today. You guys can go find it wherever you get your audio podcast video on this very YouTube channel. Dave is wearing a very bright bright sweatshirt shades sweatshirt. are needed yeah it's lakers lakers sweatshirt and this is the pirate model say, roy like, g biv they the, call the, this the roy g biv collection the lid is nice the sweatshirt should be set on fire absolutely <laughs> it's the first time i ever wore this thing i got it on the sale rack do you believe the bets coming in on the lakers they're doing it again it's it's fantastic. David I, Payne Pernum, ESPN's tweet today. They're doing it again. They're getting yeah. books are getting buried in the last 48 hours on Laker money to win it all. First of all, they're not getting buried. It's one or two bets. It's just not according. Bet. Okay. Well, not, not according to Pernum. Yeah. I mean, heavy action, he said, on Lakers, one way traffic. When somebody bets the Lakers for 10,000. Okay. Um, that moves the number, right? You know, it's going to lose three hundred thousand <laughs> at thirty to one if it wins. So, just to read the tweet from Pernum, Lakers have gone from twenty-two to one to ten to one. Flurry of action on the Lakers began at three p.m. yesterday, and since then, fifty-two percent of the money bet on the NBA title market has been on the Lakers. That included a $10,000 bet, like you mentioned, but the Lakers have attracted three and a half times as much money as any other team over the last 48 hours during this stretch. Right. <laughs> Everyone's betting the Lakers again. It's Why? July. <laughs> because these people drive in from California for July 4th weekend. Oh, good point. You know, for the UFC. Good point. There's more people from California here than there are in Nevada right now. For the weekend, you know, they come in. This is a big weekend. Good number. So huge weekend. Yeah. They come in and somebody has money and to wants to give it away. <laughs> somebody has money to burn. Yeah. Deciding to set it on fire. Yeah. We're good. So they, ain't, you know, they're betting the Lakers to win it all. Do you, um, did you find the AD for KD hashtag funny? <laughs> I find it really funny. Of course. I really I think it's awesome. It's fantastic. Yeah. LeBron and KD are going to play together. Oh, gosh. Can you imagine? Disaster. Oh, we Do can the, only hope. It's content, people. We can only hope that happens. Roll call it out before we get to the topics. Give your shout outs to, to the boys. Oh, we're going to shout you out the whole Later. show. All okay. Right? 
No, no, no. But I mean, we got to start off the top with all the mats. All right. Oh I mean, I don't know how many mats there are. We got Bonvi in early, right at the top. Um, but we got, you know, Neil, Neil Buckets. We got Michael Leahy, Pierre Chevalier, Chevalier. And my man's going to have to, he's going to have to tell me how to do it. <laughs> Matty uh, Rafferty is here as always. Very nice. Um, Bonvi's always here. I forgot. To, mm. Did I forget to mention him last week? That's unbelievable. I apologize, Bonvi. Jay Dow Betts, as always, got to show off his hat today. Uh, Chef Benny. Chef Benny's a New England guy, uh-huh. um, and he's always in the chat, and he's uh, he's getting very active in, in the uh, the Discord, which is what well, what's the Discord again? Betprep.com slash chat. Very good. Yes. Betprep.com slash chat. A lot of new people have invaded that Discord channel. It's been very fun over That's a good thing. Out. That's a good That's a thing, right? Thing. It's phenomenal. It's so fun to see a lot of the uh, handles that I recognize from the Daily Juice people coming on over, being a part of our Discord. So I, I very much appreciate the support. And Just the Picks came out last night. So people have been watching and listening and commenting on it. If you missed it, you can go to the front page of props.com. You can see it right now. Watch it or listen to the pod. Uh, front page of props.com has got it. So yeah, very cool to see the growth and cool to see how it's now becoming like the pre-show is the discord. And then everyone gets like, Oh no, fire drill. Come on over. They go then to, to, to the YouTube channel, the chat on the YouTube channel, go through everything like yesterday and the madness of yesterday. And then the show is over and then they go back over into the discord channel. So it's, I don't it's, even know if I want to show Kendall how to do the discord channel. She might get in there and just, Keep talking to people because Kendall's here every day. That's the fun of that. I mean, I don't know how old I was the first time I went into a chat room, but I was wasn't much older than her because the Internet was just becoming a thing when I was about her age. And so I remember the dial up modem and the American online sign up noise. And then, like, you just start chatting to people. Like, I, I, yeah, oh, God, I had pen pal. I I, I remember I, I talked to some girl in Michigan. Oh boy. For, for like six months. You did not. Like every other day. Yeah, it was crazy. We had like, it was like I never met her. And like we she would send me letters. I'd send her letters like through the mail. And like it was always like the weirdest. Like I knew it was awkward and strange, but I was just like, I think I was like 12 years old or something when I was doing it. And so it was just I'm a stupid idiot, like kid. And it's but that was like my first like deal with the internet going like this is gonna be really weird. We're gonna <laughs> we're, we're gonna talk to people all over the place that we never uh, would come across and never would have a conversation with ever. And so like <laughs> the Discord channel is just like a 2022 version of of chat rooms. American online and AOL. <laughs> if you, if you're a kid, you've no idea what I'm talking about, but like AOL Ooh. was in the beginning was the thing. Was it the yeah, it was the only thing. What are you talking yeah. about? It was yeah. a monster. It was it was that great. Disc, you had the, to have disc, it. the disc they'd send you in the mail to go ahead and put it in your computer to be oh, able to get yeah. the software. You had to get it. And then you plug the telephone wire in. And then if somebody wanted to make a phone call, they pick up the phone and knock you off the internet. And you'd be like, What the hell? Shut the phone off. Man, oh man. If we ever, Stevie if we ever Mac did. is here, by the way. Did you see Stevie Mac's pose? I'm gonna do a little Stevie Mac. He put that hat down like this. He well, did you see the fact that we've identified who Stevie oh. Mac is? Capital M, capital K. No. No, Who's he's Stevie a pitcher Mac? for the Pirates. Oh, it's not a pitcher. Vogelback. Yeah, whatever he is. <laughs> Looks identical to him. That ain't right. <laughs> whatever that ain't right. <laughs> Stevie He's Mac is ripped, built, big. Did you see his arms? Vogelback's just a big dude. But they look identical. 
think they, I mean, listen, Spatially, Steve, Matt, okay, I know you're watching the show. They do kind of, you, you do kind of look alike. They do look alike. I mean, you do. So I thought that was pretty funny. So called DJ and pointed that out. <laughs> Mikey, like, That's it. Did you see Mikey Awesome's in the chat? Thanks, Hi. brother. I mean, he he, he put us on the beach. Did you see that with the BVB hat on the beach with the guy travels more than anybody I know? It's insanity. He was he's in taking he's taking Colorado. the picks from just the picks. He's betting them. He's listening to the show. He's doubling up, and then he's going on trips all summer. Dude's traveling all over the place. We love. All right, so awesome. it broke during the pool party. We didn't really have a, a a good time to talk about it because it was chaos yesterday. We had a ball thanks to Andrew and all the great people at Sahara Bed for having us down there yes. at the Zillow pool at Sahara. Did not get burned. The minus four fifty. You lost. All of you lost. I told you I did my sun tan, my sunblock well. I was all lathered up. We were good. No burning whatsoever. Kevin Durant wants to be traded. Story Surprise. or no story? Story or no story to you? Because <laughs> we're going to have difference of opinion on this. So The only story is that it took this long. He waited for Kyrie to say he's staying. He said he is out. Get me out of here. I don't want to be here. I ain't playing with that guy again. Right. I don't know. It's one of the strangest stories I can I've come across what's, because what's strange about it? You think he wants to stay there? No, but but here's the problem is that he chose to sign the max deal. He's got four years left on the contract. Okay. He's not easy to trade. He's really hard to trade. Of course. So to get the money to match up and say, OK, I want to go play in Phoenix. Well, yeah, I want to go live in Hawaii. Like, it's just not that easy to go. Like, Hawaii's I want to nice. go there. Hawaii is nice. It's gorgeous. But, like, it's not that simple to sit there. You can go ahead and do that. So, like, I'm confused by if you knew this was going on and you were waiting for Kyrie. And once Kyrie said, I'm back, he opts in. And, okay, now I want out. You're stuck. I'm leaving. Okay. You still have to get traded. And the I mean, the Nets have been fleeced in these situations. So what do you do now? Do you blow it all up? Do you trade them both? Do you tell Kyrie, hey, pick your team. We'll trade you where you want to go. Good luck trying to find somebody who wants you. Oh, yeah, Steve Nash, by the way, you thought you'd have two superstars. You're now with zero. So <laughs> you're out. You're fired. Like, I, I don't, I, th th this is why you've mentioned that the NBA being the biggest soap opera in the craziest time in July. This is why. Because David Stern, when he was the commissioner, would never allow this to happen. Like he would have Kevin Durant, like, I don't know. He'd have long conversations with him well before this happened. Because this is an embarrassment for Brooklyn and the market of New York to lose Kevin Durant in this way if they have to that trade him. It don't matter. It's Brooklyn. Oh, it matters. I think it, it matters a ton. I mean, yes, it's a Knicks town. I'll give you that. But it, from an NBA perspective, to have all these musical <laughs> have all these musical chairs going on, it's not good for the league to have your top 10, top 15 players constantly shifting and moving in different markets. Oh, I think they think it's great now. It's constant mm -hmm. talk in the headlines. It's well, that's true. People, yeah. you know, when do you have time off from it? You, I mean, we were doing the show yesterday. We were down at the pool having a good time. Z came in, Z came in and says, did you guys hear? We turned around, looked at the screen, said Kevin Durant once traded. And we just started laughing. And then you're like, oh, he's going to Boston. I'm like, stop. No. He might. Uh, no, there's no way. He wants to. I mean, this is weird. Well, we he has, if he goes to Boston, they got to give him everybody back to cancel the contracts, right? Who is everybody? No, Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown together gets it done. Money wise. Really? 
Mm-hmm. Those two contracts together. Get, I still think there's no chance in hell they do that. I would agree with you. Yeah. I think they would think about said, it. I was crazy. What are you talking about? No, I think that the Nets won't do it. I think Boston would do it. I don't think the Nets would do it. They want more, and I think they'd prefer to send him as far away as possible. They definitely don't want to trade him to a team in the East. Crazy. In, in their division. <laughs> not just but that. if I was Boston, I wouldn't do it. But oh, either way, I, would. I don't think I mean, I, I would not. Tatum and, and Tatum and, and KD together are lethal, but I'm I'm not believing it's going to happen because I don't think Brooklyn will do it. I think the Nets and the Heat, although if they give him to the Heat, it kind of is the same thing with Boston. It's like you're you're putting a very large impediment for yourself to ever be a contender again for a long time if you go if Kevin Durant goes to the Miami Heat. Ooh. Kevin, I'm not going to go to the Miami Heat. Well, it's just it's just one of the options. It's one of the teams he's mentioned. He leave Phoenix is the he wants to go play for Phoenix. That's what he wants. But he wants to go west and take down the Warriors, man. Most likely, yeah. Join the likely. best team in the West. Go to Phoenix. It makes but sense. It, I thought he was an East Coast guy. He is, but Golden State just won a championship, and you know. His his name came up in some people's mouths. Like I told you, say. <laughs> he, said, he wants. He wants. Yeah, he's. He yeah. wants a piece. He I wants agree. A piece. I, I think that's one reason why he wants out of Brooklyn because he thinks he can't win there. So now he wants to go somewhere. Can't where he can win go. there. But okay, so the Bucks, the Celtics, and the Suns are all six to one to win it all right now. Right. Now, why? Bucks have made a couple of good moves. Yeah. Celtics haven't, but they're still the team that are in the finals. Suns are the team rumored to get Kevin Durant. If the Suns get him, what do the Suns go to? Three to one, four to one. Okay. It depends what they give up. They're the best team in the West. They got to go to the, I mean, they're the favorite now in the West, right? It's two Eastern Conference teams in them. Right. I don't know. We sit around in a room and go, I mean, how much lower can they go? It's July 1st. Right. We still want to take bets on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but I mean, I'm taking texts from K-Dub, Kevin Walsh, my guy. He's, he's saying it's a bad number on the Lakers. That's why it moved from 22 to 1 to 10 to 1. Saying a bad number if it loses. They ain't, Lakers aren't winning the championship. I could give you 35 to 1. Who gives a shit? Why is 22 to 1 a bad number on the Lakers? Well, because it moved to 10. That's what he said to me. We were texting. That's what was taking so, so long. He, he just said. He just said because it only moved because it's a bad number. Like it's just an investment property. No, no, he, no. We were we were texting. You know, and he's a huge Laker guy, and he's an, okay. he's a LeBron apologist to the day LeBron retires. So he plays the foil pretty good. Okay. But um, I'm you know I put the, tw- the the tweet out with the with the you know Lakers bets and. He said, oh, you know, they sh- I told you two weeks ago that number was bad. How is it a bad number? What are you talking you know, about? Because somebody bet it? Right. Like, how was I going to get a bet on the Lakers at 10 to 1? I needed to put bad, it to right. 20. It's only a bad number if you lose. It's not or, even a bad or, or, number or if they, you lose. Win. You want to take bets. Right. How in the hell am I going to get a Laker bet if I'm at 10 to 1 right now with what's going on? The only way is if KD goes yeah. to the Lakers. Can KD go to the Lakers, in your opinion? I mean, he could. But How can An- they make that work? Anthony Davis leaving is the problem. I mean, you you would ultimately want LeBron, AD, and KD together. Not going to happen. So you're losing AD to get KD. So 
you've got LeBron, Westbrook, and Kevin Durant. <laughs> Sounds like a sitcom to me. It's a disaster. Like a it's, it's Sounds it's also just, like a team that's going to win a championship. One basketball I, I and rolling cameras, basically, is what that is. Please. Like show I me might every, buy, I might buy Lakers season tickets if that's the case. Like show me every interaction, show me every single person that is being talked to from Kevin Durant. I mean, Don't backstabbing shit. I want to see it all. Wrong. The backstabbing's gonna be brutal. Like oh, first year head coach. Yeah, and this luck. guy got to be going. What did I do? <laughs> what did I do? Set up to fail is what he's been done. So Zion got two hundred and thirty-one million dollars. What? From the New, from the New Orleans Pelicans. For, he did. Yep. What do you make of this? To, for how long? Um, Zion five year. Zion's deal is uh, a five year, two hundred thirty one million dollar extension. He's played twenty four games as a rookie, sixty five games his second year, and then zero. It's like putting out a mixtape and then getting a record deal from Capitol Records. Wow. How about that reference? Look at you. I mean, seriously. On like the street. What, what did he do? Like, it's had some nice highlight tapes. You know, might as well be an AM1 video. Because Ooh, they, gave up, got drafted. they gave up Anthony Davis for him. This is what the trade was. They gave, they traded Anthony Davis out of town. Chris Paul walked first. Then Anthony Davis walked second. Zion was the pick. He's the dude that's supposed to bring a championship, so they're locking him up. <laughs> the tough sell to me. I mean, the tough sell. I like that Pelicans team a ton. They're young, they're fun, they run really well. They got some weapons, they got a couple dogs. Zion is eating himself out of basketball. And let's see what he comes in at. Listen, I love Zion. When he was in, when he was at Duke, I thought, "Oh, this guy's going to be awesome. This guy's going to be great." And then you heard the the whispers. You know, he's too big. He's young. He's he's not putting in the work to take care of his body and all this stuff. Goes to the Pelicans. It's there's eighty two get eighty games in a year, right? In the 82. NBA, eighty two. Mm-hmm. So one hundred sixty four games in two seasons. He's played half, way less. 25 and 60 is 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 half. That's 80. That's no, he 85. Played, oh, yeah. Sorry, he played 65. Yeah, he did play a second year, he played 65. Okay. So in three years, by the way, though, not two, in three. Oh. In three oh, years. That's the number. That's three years ago he got drafted. Wow. Yeah. He's been in the league three years. I thought it was only two because I forgot the, the lost year. Yeah. 24, 65, zero. Wow. Man, oh man, that's strong. That's so that's that's a he's good agent. A third, a third of the games he's been eligible to play in, he's played since coming into the league. And got a $231 million deal <laughs> for five years. What are we doing wrong? Oh, not being born with the ability to jump like that <laughs> at that size. No, no. I, I, I just if the agent came to me and said, We got to do a deal, we need an extension, I'd be like Listen, we need a little more body of work. But then he plays his rookie year pissed off. So they're trying to avoid that. They don't want that, you know, hanging over their head. Are you going to give him an extension? Are you not? He thinks he's healthy. He says he's healthy. He's practicing, showing he can jump and dunk and play. And, you know, they were pretty good. When he was healthy, they were pretty good. Man, oh, man. 
They're going to be the fastest playing team in the league by far next year if he's on the court. That's the fun thing about them. Them in Memphis is going to be an absolute joy to watch every time. As long as he's healthy. Correct. Which is a big question mark. Big question mark. <laughs> so, and he's a big boy. So that's that's my concern. He got the deal, right? So he worked hard, got rehabbed, lost the weight, was looking decent. So they gave him the extension. He's got five years, 231 guaranteed. It's pretty, it's pretty strong. Is he kicking his heels up and going, okay, I'm good? Or does he want to prove the contract? I love him. I hope he wants to prove the contract. I think he will. I mean, I think he'll he he'll want to prove the contract just from what I know of him and watched him and you know seen interviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be a guy that wants to prove the contract. I mean, I keep saying it. Somebody, you know, I mean, they give me the bag, give you the bag. That's when the work starts. I, Correct, I mean, I, but I, not for some people. I understand, but I mean, like I tell the kids that now when I'm coaching them. I mean, you guys are playing softball now. You're playing in high school and this and that. If you go to play at the next level, you earn a scholarship or a partial. You have to work 10 times as hard, 100 times as hard as you did to get to this point. That's just the beginning of the next journey. That's not the end of anything. When these big deals come in, right, it's the same thing. Well, let's get to this. Booker, Morant, Towns. Mm -hmm. All have agreed to monster deals. Yeah, all three of these so dudes have a, a max and then a super max. Yep. What the hell is a super max? It's you have service under one team. You've stayed for a certain number of games, played a certain number of games. It's wild because you've got Booker with a super max deal, four years, two hundred and twenty-four million. John Morant with a five-year, one hundred and ninety-three million dollar rookie maximum extension. And Carl Anthony Towns got a four-year, $224 million Supermax extension. <laughs> Not one ring between the three of them. And, I mean, we got a sniff with, you know, an NBA Finals appearance, but we ain't even been out of more than the first round. We got to the second round with y'all. That's impressive. Listen, I understand they want to lock up the young guys. That's, that's good. Lock them up. Keep them in a place where we're going to keep building around you. It's a lot of money. More football players. Football players are going to be looking at this going, you got what guaranteed over how many years? I think of the hockey players, too. That, too. I'm like, man, the best player in the game for a long time, Sidney Crosby, to get the max contract was $12 million a year. Killing himself getting... But football is but football. Hockey is four, five, or six, depending on where you put them in the pecking order for U.S. sports fans. Football's one. (laughs) Right. I mean, you're a, you're a three or four year veteran. You're looking to get a deal and you're getting, you know, if you're not a quarterback, you're getting six, $7 million. James in the chat wants to know if that is a pick. Um, I was going to say the exact same thing. I'm curious about that because, you know, you'll wear a lightning T-shirt or or whatever, you know, like. No, it's not. It's not. It's it's all fashion. Is is, is that a pick or, I mean, I'm curious about that too. Good question. Yeah. Um. They beat him yesterday. I hadn't I hadn't looked yet. I mean, he got Burns. Burns is a huge number on the road at Pittsburgh. We'll talk about the games and the baseball. Stay tuned. Um, my first thought is under in the game. Yeah. Yesterday they went over. So I I prefer under. So I would say the Bucks are live. They were live yesterday. I'll right. do the baseball work after the show. We'll keep you posted. Akbar in the chat on roll call Friday. Akbar. 
my man, he's in it very active on the Twitter, hopefully in the Discord as well. Nobody knows shit, Akbar. That one's for you. Is that like his favorite line? Farah, is, is, is that his favorite line? Every time I tweet something, you find a way to put it in there. He fires it out at me. He's like, Dave, right? Nobody knows shit. Yep. 1032. Sorry. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Uh, let's get to the other major story of the day. And that is the fact that USC and UCLA Man. are leaving the Pac-12 to go play in the Big Ten. It's done. It's probably I will start in 2024. Can't believe this, Matthew. I can because I've lived through this. This has been my in terms of in terms of topics of conversation that I've spent more time on air talking about. Conference realignment is number one. So this is a throwback to my days in Omaha, my days in Des Moines. I mean, shoot, even my days, you know, back in New Hampshire, having conversations about conference alignment. They said the Big East was crazy for even considering Gonzaga. Even even considering, it's not a done deal. Just the Big East to consider Spokane, Washington. What the hell are you guys doing? Omaha is the furthest west you're going to go in the Big East. Well, guess what? Lincoln, Nebraska is 30 miles down the road from Omaha, Nebraska, and that's the furthest west the Big Ten was before yesterday. And now we got L.A. with two teams over there. <laughs> I cannot believe it. Dave, I can't. Dave, you might as well pop on the glasses. Matt's going to go on a, ra- a rant and rave here. I can already tell. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, you it's, you it's felt just, it coming? I felt it coming. Look, I felt okay. it coming. Just Here's, in time for Polsky. Polsky's in the chat. Well, first, do you like it? Before I go off, do you like it? I, I mean, it just happened. It's yet to be determined. I, what do you I, mean, yet to be determined? It's, do you like USC and do you like UCLA playing Big Ten teams? Uh, you're football a, you're, is fantastic. You're a Big Ten guy. You're yeah. a Penn State guy. So this is affecting you more, even more than me. You like this for football. I think it's great. It's 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 awesome because you can see what's going on with the SEC. They're piling on. They raided the Big Twelve and took Texas and Oklahoma. So everybody's scattering for you know. It, it, it's like everybody's running for uh, the light. They're all bugs and they're they're just trying to get to the light and you know get the biggest power. Big Ten's got money, man. I mean, there's it's, it makes sense that way. But I told you yesterday, I think of these kids and these road trips and all this stuff. I mean, you're going to take a week off of school to go on these road trips. Nobody cares about that. There's a lot of repercussions. I mean, the, the water polo team is going to go to play on these Big Ten road trips, and they're going to fly and charter. Yeah, that's, yeah that, of course charter, they're going to charter because they got nothing everywhere. but money. They're so, going to charter. The softball team's going to charter. The swimming team's going to charter. Everyone's going to fly. No one's going to fly commercial anymore. Man, those conference games at UCLA's used to go into Arizona State and Arizona and, you know, Stanford and Cal. They're going to go play at Northwestern in March. Or, here's, or April. here's what's going to happen. And, yeah. I, and I apologize ahead of time for for, for, for young ears. Sunglasses. All right, here we go. USC and UCLA are going to go to the Big Ten and get punched in the fucking mouth. Oh, and they're not going to know. They're not going to know what hit them. <laughs> okay. These kids, this is a money grab in a really bad idea. Oh. You're telling me that these kids from Southern California mm-hmm. are going to go to happy Valley in December for a 9am kickoff. Mm-mm. And they're going to go in there and beat Penn state. 
They don't move. You're telling me they're going to go to Illinois? They're going to go and play at 9 a.m. in <laughs> December and November? Go play in that crap? They're going to play Northwestern and think, oh, it's going to be easy, and they're going to get cracked in the mouth by Northwestern and be like, what the hell is going on? Gonna have to put a hoodie on. Like this is this is so funny to me. Like this is I, I look at this and I'm like, guys, I know you need the money. I know it's the Big Ten Network. I totally understand that. But <laughs> you guys are gonna go into a conference that you've always thought you wanted to go into. But you better be, be careful what you wish for, because they need you. You don't need them. The weird thing is, I get the Big Ten wanting the number two media market because it helps them with the NIL deals that they're going to go ahead and sign. That makes sense to me. I can't figure out what the hell USC and UCLA are doing. They're the big boys. Okay, so the Pac-12 sucks. And yes, Larry Scott killed the Pac-12. You can't watch the Pac-12 network anyway. Fix your own problems. Go and fix it. Don't go and join a conference that is in Rutgers, New. I mean, in in Trenton, New Jersey. What's wrong with Rutgers? Nothing wrong with Rutgers. It's that you're playing a team that's a five-hour flight away for a conference game. It's not yeah. a non-conference. It's a nope. conference game. Oh. Three time zones over. You're going to go ahead and do this. So here's the thing: if yeah. Oregon and Stanford don't come with, this is a big problem. Is that a possibility? Is Oregon it, and Stanford coming too? Yes. Every, I mean, they heard from after the announcement was made yesterday, multiple Pac-12 schools called the Big Ten and said, hey, what about us? And I think that's, I mean, Whoa. Stanford, you need a West Coast swing, okay? You take Nebraska. Nebraska has a ton of ties to California, one of the biggest alumni groups of all of Nebraska. If you go to the Husker games, you will see all these different signs for, for alumni groups. The Californians for, Californians for Nebraska it's the biggest alumni group that they've got. People come from California. They go back to California. It's a So it makes sense to me if you had a conference with those four teams or division with those four teams, Nebraska, and then one or one or two other teams from the Western side, Iowa, and take Northwestern or something and have that be your, you know, your, your Big Ten West, whatever you want to call it. So that would make sense. But if they don't have that, I mean, you've got to fly two and a half hours to play your nearest conference game. Yeah. Your nearest conference game, other than obviously USC in, in, in your market. Right. I mean, that is, oh my. Is Oregon going without Oregon State? I think that they would, but. Is Arizona be, going without Arizona State? No, I, I think those two are tied. I think Arizona, Arizona State would not go without equally being there. I think and Oregon Stanford would be, and Cal tied? Stanford and Cal could be tied, but why do you want Cal? Academics. Okay, you got that with Stanford. Get them both. No, you don't need them both. I mean, that's like having two Northwesterns. Like you're doubling it. You want three Northwesterns? How do you want three Northwesterns for? I mean, if it's just to add number of teams, you get a you know, No, I think you want, comp- you want competition. You want academic institution. I yeah, don't but know. Bringing Oregon brings Nike. So you have Nike money now in play when it's Oregon. And that's a big recruiting tool. That's a big, you know, opportunity to go play. That's a big market. That's a big move. If you, if you go Oregon and take is Oregon. a big market, relax. Yeah, it is across the country. Oregon's a big market. It, that's a big school. It's a big brand. It's a, it's Nike's the brand and yeah. it's not a big market. It's no, Oregon. no, 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 or, not Eugene. Oregon, it's not, not, right. I mean, I mean, the brand of Oregon is a nationwide brand. A lot of people know who that is. Yeah. They like their gear. They like their stuff. So it's, it, it elevates the whole entire conference. If you go and get Oregon, Oregon state does not. Stanford doesn't I think but Stanford, Oregon shines if it stays in a Pac-12 and doesn't have LA. 
teams in it? Well, okay, that's a good question now. So the other or the other fallout is USC, UCLA are leaving. Let's say that Oregon stays and let's say that Stanford stays. You have to replace those teams. Do you agree with me after 24 hours that UNLV is a prime candidate because others are not so sure? They think Boise State would be prime. They think potentially they could maybe convince BYU to not join the Big 12 and say, hey, don't go, don't go east, go west. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Like, if all this stuff happens here with, like, the pro teams and this place really becomes a sports media market, UNLV gets the runoff by playing at Allegiant. And we talked about it yesterday. They got... We got the Pac-12 basketball tournaments already here. We have the Pac-12 football championships already here. Um, there's a bowl game already here. Of course, it's got to be discussed if UNLV can swing that. What a ramp up! I think that what would they, be. It's what they've been doing. I mean, it's everyone in the athletic department that I've talked to since I started teaching at UNLV. Every move they make, the end goal is the Pac-12 what they want they want the tv money they want the attention they want the opportunity to play on a bigger stage and look i don't think they'll ever fill and sell out allegiant stadium right but if you have oregon coming consistently arizona state coming consistently arizona coming consistently other programs you know even like a BYU they don't travel it ain't like you i mean oregon oh arizona travel. state would travel arizona state maybe a little bit but even then i mean but people here locally would go I mean, it's tough to go to a game. I mean, they, they do well when Reno comes to town, but it's tough going to a football game for a Mountain West Conference opponent. Like Air Force comes in, you're like, yippee. That's tough. You put a it's brand been, name marquee, you know that Oregon's coming in. Yeah, it's That's been a tough story. for a lot of years for a lot of those conference games. I mean, the only people, the only games that draw to neutral, the neutral site games get a bunch of people because they get to come to Vegas from big markets where they travel from. Right. I mean, like the Wisconsin weekend, the Iowa weekend, it was all the Big Ten teams. They, but basketball they, would be big, though. I mean, if you were playing Pac-12 basketball, you, if you had a chance to have those programs come in, you know, in Oregon coming in and Arizona State yeah. coming in, Arizona coming in, that's for basketball. That's a would, huge coup. Would UNLV compete or would they be the, the, the conference patsy? I mean, I think they have to do they, it would happen the same way that when Creighton went into the Big East, everybody was like, be careful what you wish for. And then they had Doug McDermott and they were able to make a huge splash early. Like they, they would need to be when they entered the conference, they'd need to be good. But in the day and age of transfer portals, you could be good quick. So they would need to put a focus. They'd have to probably hire, you know, spend some more money on the facilities, hire different coaches potentially. But I mean, football is a, a really tough road for anyone at this level where if you add Pac-12 money and revenue and eyeballs, you'll raid California more. I mean, if you go to a kid and say, hey, you can be the starting quarterback for us at UNLV right now and you'll play all your kids in California, go back and play you know, in the Bay Area consistently in Oregon and go up to Washington and Washington State. I mean, that's attractive. But if you're playing Mountain West Conference, it's, it's, it's a tough sell. To go and recruit Mountain West Conference kids. By the way, the chat's blowing up. Brogdon, right. Brogdon to the Celtics. Done? 
Done. They got Gallinari and Brogdon? Making moves. Do we give up anybody? Celtics give up anybody? Because uh, Brog, I mean, Gallinari is just a two-year deal. He was bought out. He's a free agent. They're signing him to a two-year deal. Brogdon comes from where? Um, Shoot, Milwaukee? No, hold on. Where's Brogdon come from? For uh, Tice, oh, Nesmith, wow. and a 23 first round oh, they pick. They fleeced the holy hell out of them. That's beautiful. MB3, shout out to you. James, uh, what does that say? James Paskley. Thank you, sir. Oh. Brogdon, the Celtics. Brogdon, the Celtics. Yeah. Celtics making moves. SoCal DJs. Holy. Bear so, Mallings, by the way, is in the chat. Office shift. Bear. All right. Thanks for coming to the So Malcolm yesterday. Brogdon last year averaged 19.1 points, 5.9 assists. For who? The Pacers. Played for, he, played for, he started with Milwaukee and then went to Indiana. So I forgot he was in Indiana, but he started with Milwaukee. Uh, played big minutes. So this is your point guard. This is now what Boston has needed. Boston has their point guard. You put Marcus Smart to the two. So can we put the KD bullshit the Boston away? That's done. Oh, that's that's done. That's not happening. That's over. So, but you have Gallinari, a stretch four now. Wait, they got Gallinari, that big dude from the Hawks. Yeah, Dino Gallinari, stretch four shooter, three point specialist. Beautiful. I love the addition for Boston. Making moves, son. Brogdon's move. Look at. My boy Brad is doing stuff. I I knew he'd be good at this job. Oh, you son of a, you <laughs> son of a bitch! Look at you! You're just like all them Boston people. You been calling him well, out. I, I like Brad oh, Stevens as a coach. I, I, I didn't know if I liked Brad Stevens as the GM. I love him oh, as a coach. I have a man crush on him as a coach. God but damn! I wow. How about that, Brogdon? So I don't. Did, does either guy move the number to you, Brogdon um, Gallinari? Now, so with the move and us sitting in a book, and if we had the Celtics and the Bucks the same yep. right now, which you just said that they were both six to one, right? Yep. I would move the Celtics to four to one right now, just or 450, just to, just be to see if somebody would bet it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't so, make a mistake July 1st taking bets on NBA futures. If okay. you're not taking bets for whatever somebody wants to bring in the fucking book right now, if they want to bet you 10,000, you say, thank you very much. If they right, want to bet you 20,000, you say, sir, can I get you some drink tickets and a comp to the steakhouse? Please. Right. It don't matter what team they say after. I have a year to figure it out. I get to hold your money. So the bet MGM, bet MGM just moved the Celtics to plus five fifty. It ain't my first rodeo. You should have gone lower. Suns are five fifty, and Boston's five fifty. Bet MGM's got both its co-favorites. See, I again with the same number bullshit. Change them all. No team should be the same. Brogdon's no contract three years, twenty two six, twenty two five, and twenty two five. Man, Boston just got. Wow. How about that? So they traded a first I gotta round. I got to go pick. get a Celtics shirt or hat. I mean, I got a hat. I got to have to get a shirt. They're going to be in the NBA finals or Easter conference finals for sure next year. 
That's a good it's move. It's a hell of it's a hell of a move to get a point guard like that to get Malcolm Brogdon to to get him to push Marcus Smart to the two, uh, and you've got Gallinari off the bench. Robert Williams now. I mean, Tice was such a problem for that team. He was so bad in the playoffs. To get someone to take Daniel Tice's contract is oh my, and a first round pick. Who cares? Give it to him. You're Oof. a school of thought, but you don't really care about the picks when you're just good. I don't care about first round picks at all. As in the NBA, if you, I agree with Pat Riley. If you build through the draft, you suck. If you Boston got very lucky, draft you suck. Oh yeah, how'd they get Tatum? They drafted him. How'd they Brown. get Jalen Brown? They drafted him. What was their record? They sucked. <laughs> they were bad. They got good, but they were bad. They were in bad last year. Most teams. They went to the NBA start. finals last year. What are you talking about? Yeah, they were under 500. They were bad in the beginning of the year. They turned it around, but they were bad. They were bad for a stretch. Well, it was a pretty good stretch. It was 24 and 28. It's a pretty good stretch. <laughs> it just turned things around in the second half of the year and played really well. I'm, not, I'm just saying, like, there's a theory that I, I do subscribe to the NBA thought that you need proven superstars, and Boston has operated that way, where let other, let other people deal with the first five years and then go get them and bring them to your roster. I'm going to have to go. I got to go see Kenny. My boys, I'm going to have to go find some Celtic stuff. We're going to have to oh, get yeah. they're, they're going to the Eastern Conference Finals right now. Like, that would be my move right now in the book. I'd make them the favorite. I would jack everybody else up and take as many bets as I could on every team in the Eastern Conference right now while the, while the iron is hot. So the depth, this is going to be really interesting. So Boston... Aaron Dean Smith, I think, could turn out to be a decent player. It's just he's, a, he's, he's an athlete. What? I got Kendall in the chat at oh. the time of the swear words. Gorov, Jordan said that Pharrell inspired us to swear more. Pharrell inspired everybody to swear more, by the way. I oh, mean, I don't know what he did and what he was on, but he came and brought it. So, okay. So here's, so here's my question. So yes, Robert sir. Williams, Al Horford, do they play on the court at the same time? Who cares? We can, we can't. Listen, that that's a really interesting. Horford's game. coming back, no? I hope so. I'll be bummed I mean, he doesn't. Listen, you got to, at this point, you got to say, Al, we got the, we're putting the band back together for one more time for you. We're going to get I mean, you that ring. So. I mean, the J.D. Davidson draft, I, I love that pick that Boston had. The kid out of Alabama with the big, big, pop, poofy hair. Super athletic. Freshman. Where's he going to play? Like a like a stretch. He's not going to play. He's going to play in Portland. He's going to play in the G League. But I mean, I just I'd like the pick. He's just a dude that will come along, give you athleticism. Maybe end of the year might play play well and might be able to get some some runs. But getting rid of those two dudes, getting rid of Neesmith and getting rid of Tice is huge to me. <laughs> that is unbelievable that Indiana took that. They just See, didn't want to pay. Bro- Floodhouse just said in the chat, I would take the Bucs if the Celtics were the favorite. That's what we want is the book. We want somebody to come in and take the Bucs. We need to take bets. Let's go. This is great. This is this is fantastic. We're taking bets on NBA futures right now. I want bets on the Bucs. Listen, the year that the, the, the thing ended up going to the bubble, the Clippers right. and the Lakers were co-favorites. And 
we used to debate daily who's the favorite, who's not, who's the favorite, who's not. So I did this exercise daily. I moved the number every day, made the other one a favorite every day. Took bets. We did more volume because we were the best price in town that day on the Clippers Mm -hmm. and the scalpers and all the bad guys and all those guys that are, you know, hopping around from book to book, shopping prices, give you a dime on, on, on the Clippers that day. Oh, wow. All right. I'll flip it. Next day. I make the Lakers that price. Can I go over to her? Yeah. It's okay with her. Okay, good. You're good. See you a bit. She's good. Yeah, she's good. She's going up. She's going to her friend's house. Just All right. checking in, say bye. Turn your head like that. I get nervous. <laughs> no, me too. <laughs> so you see what's going on, but she just comes barging in. She doesn't knock. She just comes and rips the door open. It's like, hey, there you are. Well, okay. So if you are, man, Al Horford's got to come back. Gotta come back, Al. Yeah, I called him back. today. I said, hey, man, we got the point guard. We got that Brogdon, dude. Like, we, w- what else can we do, Al? Well, Gallinari oh, gives them such. I think the Gallinari move is going to be really underreported, but I think it's a monster deal. Showcal DJ said update Celtics gave the Pacers Tice, Nesmith, Stoskis, Fitz, Morgan, beautiful. and a 2023 first round so pick. They basically, Brad Stevens just gave all of the misfit toys to the Indian. I don't even know who half those guys yep. are. So you just gave him the bench, literally the, the guys that you saw dancing around and, 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 and celebrating the shots and being the, 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 you know, cheerleading crew for the Boston Celtics on the bench. That's who got traded. Oh, like they man. took the sum of the parts and just went here. <laughs> like all the, <laughs> all the pieces that they didn't, nobody I, wanted. It was just like, um, here, so we'll take the, this guy, the bench mob or, or like I used to, I call it in the dugout, the bench brigade or the dugout brigade yep. and all this stuff like, like the BVB brigade. Right. You sent all of them, all of them in one shot. Do we, did yes. we clear space now? Is that no. what this move did? He's making 22, $23 million. No, you didn't clear space. You had to do Scott that. Brogdon? To- hold on, hold on, hold on. Brogdon's making $22 million? You don't listen to the thing I said. I just told you his whole contract. He's got three years left making 20, Stop 23, when you talk 22, about 22. I don't listen to the money. I don't. I don't. Okay. He's making 23, 22, and 22 in the next three years. Absolutely not trading anybody, Sonic. All right, Sonic's in the chat. He said, wait, is Dave trading us? I'm not trading the BVB brigade for anybody. Oh, you guys are a big part of the show. Like, what are you trading not trading anybody. Whoa. Bringing more people in. So there you go. I mean, that's... Holy uh, crap. The Brommel Camp. Said- Brommel Camp's here, by the way. Hi, Todd. He said the Fandle just moved the Celtics to the favorite for the whole title for next year, just now. Mm-hmm. Right now. I believe it. Uh, yep. They, they're just moved to plus 500. Boston's plus five or five to one buck, six to one sun, six to one. Change the sun's price. Fandle. I know you guys are listening to the show too. Put it at seven to one. Take some Warriors, bets. Warriors are at six and a half. Defending champs are at six and a half to one. Oh wait, the Warriors are the favorite. No, the suns are seven, six to one. And then six fifty. Correct. Oh, got them. Clippers are at seven. Heat are at nine and a half. The Heat are at nine and a half. Yeah. How many bets are we taking on the Heat oh. at nine and a half? Zero. Zero. Until, but, the, but they're anticipating Kevin Durant being in the conversation. Move the number to 15. So the guy that takes it thinks that, oh, they don't know. Nobody knows shit. Those what if Kevin Durant goes either. there? What? What if he goes there? 
then, then you got a 15 to one ticket on, on the odds on favorite. Wait a second. Kevin Durant goes to Miami. That's better than the Celtics in the Bucks. Yeah. Yes. What? You're just not high on Kevin Durant. I am. I'm very high on Kevin Durant. Yes. I'm trying I am. to think of how many championships he'd won. Two. Who'd he do it with again? Golden State. Oh, yeah. Those guys that just won a championship without him. Won it before he got there and won it after. Yeah. Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo are currently sitting in Miami. How many championships they won? Mm, well, I don't know. Bam's got one. Who's Bam got it with? Miami, right? Does he? Bam was, Bam was on the last Miami team, wasn't he? The one at all? Or too long ago? Maybe they've none. I don't know. The chat will find out for us. How Jimmy's got zero. I, I, I know Jimmy's oh, Jimmy has zero? Yeah. yeah. I knew that. Are we judging everything on rings? That's what you guys do in Boston. I, I do, but are you doing that? <laughs> Not to you. Are, you. are we judging everything on rings? <laughs> I'm telling you what the numbers should be. Move the heat today while all this shit is going on. Move it to 18 to 1. Take some bets. Come on. And then when KD doesn't go there, right. just like all that moves with betting all that Denver Bronco money last year because Aaron Rodgers was going to go to Denver. Remember that? Oh, shit. They're taking bets on the Broncos. They're coming in and betting the Broncos. He's different going to the Aaron Broncos. Rodgers never, Aaron Rodgers never requested a trade the way that we're seeing this being requested by Kevin Durant. It's all in the, it's, I mean, I'm just waiting for whatever Woj says. Woj will tell oh, us God. where he's going. Yeah. That'll be great. <laughs> then the markets will mo- move all over. Boy, boy, oh boy, my Boston Celtics are making moves. They gave away the whole bench. The guys that never played. Interesting sell for Indiana, by the way. Who'd we get him back for? <laughs> um, no one you ever heard of in a first round pick. Man. Malcolm Brugman with three years left. It's a pretty good deal. Brad Stevens is a pretty good trade. It's a bunch of guys that didn't play. You kept the core and you go get a point guard that you desperately needed. So that's our ball handler? Yeah, that's your point guard. It's a great move. Just scoring point guard, but a guy who can kick Marcus Smart to the two or to the bench, even. I mean, all, all we need is a guy to handle the ball, and not turn it over. He won't turn it over. So that's in terms of <sighs> trades. This is this is a very good deal for Boston to get a guy like that. <laughs> I got a good Celtic shit today. It's a it's, it's a really it's, it's a really good deal. Brogdon. Trying to think here. Um, I mean, he was. I mean, where are the where? God, where are they going? Where the where? This is a team. Oh, flood! Flood just put in there. Heat were eighteen to one yesterday before the news about Durant. That's perfect. Okay. Maybe they took bets and knocked it down. Right. I move it back up now. Celtics. So he's twenty. Moves. He's twenty nine. Brogdon's twenty nine in the prime of his career. Yep. Uh, last year, five point nine assists, career high. Last year? Yep. In the, in On the a bad season. team? Yeah. He got hurt, though, right? Hold on. Camp says, folks in Indy seem happy about this deal. Sounds like Brogdon wasn't a fan favorite there. Well, okay. Fans in Indiana have done a whole lot of good for that franchise. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, so, let's see. Yeah, 19 points, 5.9 assists last year. Third with the team after three years with Milwaukee, where he's a rookie. He rejected the three-year... 
Oh, you know, he's reelected. I reelected in March as a three-year term of the vice president of the NBA Players Association Executive Committee. So that's good. That'll play well in Boston. Grown up. Yep. It's grown up. Being grown talk. up to be in that red spot, right? Mm-hmm. Understand the, the but those guys are Paul. definitely not fan favorites. He's Chris Paul. I mean, Chris Paul's, you know, right. Players like him, but the, the fans. So it's a 2023 first round pick. It looks like it's un it's unprotected. So it's Tice, Neesmith, Stockis, Fitz, and Morgan. Juwan Morgan, I don't know if he ever played a single game for the Boston Celtics last year. <laughs> played one. Played no two. Played two games last year for Boston. I mean, this is a bunch of just parts. It's like, this is like walking into a scrapyard and being like him, 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 and him. And I get the Porsche. So the Pacers are, so the Pacers are super tanking now. Correct. Super max contract, super tanking. We can move the, we can move the Pacers to a thousand to one to win the NBA championship and not take a damn bet on them the whole season. Yeah. They're not, they're not interested in competing. That's for sure. I mean, the end of the year on a 10 game losing streak. Yeah. So they just, it's just, they're just continuing on the 25 and 57 season they had last year with Malcolm Brogdon. Didn't play all the games though. He was banged up, but Akbar said Brogdon injury prone, but a he great is. player when healthy. That's true. He is injury prone. Only mm. played 36 games. That is true. But man, I like that trade for Boston. Keep him healthy. Ooh, baby. Every right. day in this NBA offseason, it's something. These people getting ready for football. Their hometown is gracious. All right, let's get into baseball today. Cubs, Red Sox. Hypothetically, I mean, amazingly enough, first topic is Cubs, Red Sox. Eight and a half, Dave. How hard <sighs> is the wind blowing in for Rich Hill in an eight and a half number? It's eight now, by the way. What is going on? What am I? How hard is the wind blowing in for this number to be eight? Mm, 20 miles an hour or more. I mean, is it like just like a, a hurricane at Wrigley Field? Because this is weird to me. This seems very, I thought eight and a half was low. Eight is in particularly low. It is, but you want under? You don't want under, under no. do you? It's 70 degrees with 15 mile per hour winds in Chicago right now. Right. What are we doing? Winds blowing in. You got to make the number low. If the wind was blowing out, it'd be nine and a half. Oh, there's a storm coming in. Oh, see. It's During the game. Some... The storm the game starts in. in 10 minutes, 15 yeah. minutes. The game is a storm coming in. It's it's expected. Storms are expected to hit somewhere around two o'clock central time. So like now. Man. I'll put I'll put it on. I'll have to put it on. I'll put the game on and see what it looks like. I don't know. This number seems to be I don't I don't get this number. This is an over bet or nothing for me. Well, you could wait right till the game time if you, you guys are. I, mean, I guess Adrian Sampson's cause... been good. He's 0 and 0 with a 1.69 ERA, 0.84 whip. Yeah. Who is this kid? Like a call up? How many innings? Five, four, and two thirds in one in the three appearances. Team has lost all three games he's pitched. Two earned runs, zero and zero. In his one time through the order guy, maybe twice. I guess the Cardinals, he lost five, three, five innings, four hits, two earned runs, five Ks. I haven't seen him pitch yet, but. Nor have I. Oh, neither have the Red Sox, probably. I mean, he pitched, he's 30 years old. He pitched in South Korea. Yeah, he's. He's a journeyman. He's covering some innings. Um, 
Red Sox are nothing for me. I I mean I don't like betting the totals at Wrigley Field without really knowing <laughs> the knowing the weather. I hate it. Boston now a big favorite minus one forty five. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Padres, Dodgers game of the mm. day. Blake Snell yeah. against Tony Gosselin. I do have a play in this. This is part of better to book it. So I'll save the breakdown for it a little bit, but okay. man, the Padres had a chance to win that game yesterday in the second inning and everything got blown up. Base yep. loaded one out one, nothing already chance to blow the game open and get a three or four run lead laser from right out at the plate, double play and away. The Dodgers went to a three, one win. Good baseball game. Those mm. those plays from the outfield, those outfield assists are such momentum swings. I mean, we've told the kids this since they were little. Um, we go nuts when it happens. I know in the dugout, I go nuts as a fan when I see it. Those always used to get me as a kid. I was watching Dave Parker make throws from right field to home plate. Did it once in the All-Star game. For you young kids, go Google Dave Parker All-Star Game Throw. You won't believe it. You just will not believe it. Um, all that being said, I can't believe Gonsolin's not 180. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I mean, seven and a half is the total. Seven and a half. Under's 15. It's going to be under 25 later. It's going to be seven in places later. I'm just telling you all right now. Give you a little peek into the line movement. Um, and it's going to go Padres, on. By the way, are the Padres wearing these city fits today? I have no idea, but I'm ready to drive to San Diego after the show to go pick an actual oh, full uniform up. My goodness gracious. When you guys see what the Padres are wearing, man, it looks Miami. It's like, fantastic. It's It's Mexico meets Miami. It's, it's, it's absolute. Like the, the kids hat say, alone, the hat alone is spectacular. I, I, I'm, I'm ready to drive to San Diego right now <laughs> to get it because I can't get it here fast enough. I'm going to, wow. I'm Paul Ski, I, I might be down today. Send me a text, Paul Ski. If, uh, yeah, those, those things, things are going to sell. Those things are going to sell. Oh, it's like eighties Miami vice slash California, Mexico. Like I, Mexicali meets Miami. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> Wait, you guys see? I, I, I just saw. I just opened my Twitter account. I just saw that. I was like, wow. This is the thing. Like in the guys in the book and everybody that I was around used to make fun of me because, like, for the softball, we would get a different jersey for like different things. Like we did a breast cancer jersey, right? You know, printed them. We had our regular jerseys. We did home and aways, and then the next season we would add one to the mix. So we would have multiple color uniforms and the girls would go red top, uh, white pants, black socks, and then they would mix and match. They were literally fashionistas. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I, I, I like I like Dodgers and under. So that's just my lean. We'll get to bet it or book it, uh, which we do every day on the show for the new people. Matt gives me his plays. I say bet it. That means I like it. I say book it. That means I don't. And by the way, now we can say that they're correlated because these plays come from just the picks. So yeah, just if you're, the picks. If, the if you want to wait, you can you can listen to just the picks. Hear my hear my bets, and then come and listen to better to book it. 
to hear Dave's plays. You might miss the number that I bet, by the way. So just FYI, I may get the best of the number, but at least you can hear what Dave's take is going to be for, for just the picks. There's the there's finally the melding, the, 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 the joining of these two podcasts and shows that were so difficult beforehand because that's where my picks would come from the just from the daily juice would come over and be part of better to book it. And I couldn't really reference it. It was like an awkward thing. So now I can, I can at least reference it and we can talk about it and have the records and everything else roll. Right. Uh, Giants minus minus one forty five tonight at home against the white Sox. Can't you love this giants team? Is, let me guess. Is your Ryan Logan web pitching? No, it's Alex. Wood, I believe, <laughs> but not, it, it's close though. It's another one of these guys I love. I love, I love this Giants team. I do. They've been playing like crap. Ooh, Lance Lynn plus yes. money. Seven and a half is the total. Why? Lance Lynn with a 6.19 ERA and Cobb with a 5.48. Seven and a half. You tell me. Screams under. It does scream under? Oh, really? Yeah, it makes absolutely no sense when you look at the stats, right? <laughs> None. That's why it's why it's under. It means it's under. It makes no sense. All right. Yes. It makes no sense to me. Going look a little bit deeper. Like, yeah. It's like, what am I missing here? Why is this game seven and a half? I don't know. We'll have to, we're going to have to look. I mean, it's already moved to eight at a couple books here oh, in town. Okay. That makes sense. So those guys said, the hell with this. We looked at the numbers too. We don't understand where you people came up with seven and a half. We're just going to use eight. And the boys better know eight. Caesar's eight's, a, eight's a better number. Eight's a, uh, eight's, a much, eight's a much better number. Let's see. Oh, man. Uh, and then finally, Rangers on the run line. Top two best teams in baseball. Uh-huh. Catching one and a half runs is only minus 118 against the Mets. How do you feel about taking Glenn Otto against Chris Bassett? Take one and a half run. Otto Bassett. Let's see here. I haven't bet this, but this is a curious um, spot. I was like, hmm, on this play. I don't know what to think of that. Listen, these 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 interleague games sometimes are so hard. That's a gigantic number. Minus one ninety for the game, mm-hmm. but you're getting one and a half runs at minus one eighteen. It's not bad juice to get one and a half runs, and the Rangers are phenomenal on the run line. I mean, I, I think I might take the money line and a run line on the Rangers. Oh, okay, that seems way high to me. I got to look at Auto's history. That's not, I don't know why that number's so high. I know they bet the Mets every day. I mean, it's just you—you you can't do it. Glenn Otto has lost. Uh, the the Rangers are, are three and two his last five starts. They he's gone. He gave up six earned runs in his last game. A lost six four to Washington. But before okay. that, five two earned, six one earned, five one earned, six two earned. That's the innings pitched, and then the runs earned. Correct. Okay. By the way, some boys are coming in. We must get a we always get a rush of listeners, watchers, and things like that for the second hour mm-hmm. of the show. Yep. Um, welcome in Biggie J27. You know why Sonic. That is, right? Tell me. Because Pat because Pat goes off the air and they come over to us. Talking about Pat's <laughs> on till noon. 
I thought Pat gets off the air at 11 our time. No, he does 12 to 3 Eastern, mm. 9 yeah. to 12 Pacific. Oh, so maybe they stopped watching somebody else come over to us. I don't know. I thought that was maybe some people are just waking up and checking up, checking in. Who knows? I don't know. But Biggie J's in the house. Sonic's here. He said, be careful on early game picks for JTP. Why? I don't know because betting overnight is a skill. You've you've mastered it after a couple of years. You're constantly doing that. A lot of people don't like doing that mm-hmm. because their numbers change. Their numbers get very different. You've completely become numb to line movement. You said it the other day on the show. You don't like when the line moves. I think it's great that the line moves, but I don't for you or against you. Don't I don't care. I love it. I just know that, you know, the people that like the line move in their favor can't wait to give you that CLV at the end when it don't win. But you're you're past all that, so that's good. Who else just got here? Chef Benny's already been here. Tufferino. Tufferino. I love saying that name. He's in the house too. Roll call Friday. All right, UFC 276 tomorrow night. I know you don't follow this up as much as I do, but. This is a good event. Yeah, I'm going. So I will be there tomorrow night. It's my first UFC event since the pandemic. I've not been at a UFC event for a re- actually that's a lie. I went to one. I went to one. Sorry, I've been to was my second one. I've been to one. To my second one since the pandemic. And I'm curious. Like the headline fight is I've seen a bunch of Adesanya's fights. I love Izzy. I think it's phenomenal. Jared Cantonier is a legitimate. Difficult opponent, but minus 520 is getting boxing type lines, Dave. Damn. That is a monster, monster number. Minus 520. So anyone other than pros taking out Asanya to laying that type of juice? Yeah. They are? Oh. Yeah. It's It's in every parlor. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's in every single parlay. There's nothing you can do as the book. Like I see what Nikki's doing over at Circa. I mean, he's the highest right now in the market. He's, I just click refresh. He's at five ten, while everyone else is at either four seventy five or five dollars. Fandle's at five twenty. So, what's the plus though? Uh, the plus is three fifty. They should do three to five for Larceny for that split. <laughs> That's, 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 I mean, come on. I mean, Nikki's got plus 405. Wow. He has to move it to get to be the biggest plus right now. The move is find me some dog money, please, right now. Because the liability for all the parlays is stacking up. And it's coming too. It's not even here yet. It ain't here yet. That you, you know what's coming. Yeah. He's at the bottom of every single parlay. Give me out of sound. Yeah. Bet number. If you still use bet numbers, 24402. You know, put that at the bottom. Of it's a hell of a card, by the way. Um, Sean O'Malley against Pedro Munoz is going to be really interesting. Is that O'Malley. a good fight? I love Sean O'Malley. I think yeah, he's a it's, bad it's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, O'Malley's obviously like the, everyone said the next Conor McGregor or whatever it is, but you know, he's been very impressive in the, uh, at the apex. It's a chance for him to get on another big stage. Munoz has never been finished. So is it likely like the over in that fight? Uh, Sean Strickland against Alex Pereira is, I mean, Strickland yesterday, I don't know if you guys watched the press conference, but the dude may be the new Conor. He was on the mic yesterday. He was ripping 
everyone. And Adesanya was really not happy with what Strickland was saying to him and making fun of him and Wait, all sorts. Strickland was talking shit about Adesanya? Oh, like crazy. Why? They ain't even fighting each other. Correct. Oh, it's the next fight. They're setting it up. Correct. Oh, oh, oh okay. And okay. so, but okay. Adesanya was getting rattled. I mean, he was like, worry about that guy. Worry about Perea. And he was like, okay, yeah. He was like, okay. And making fun of his outfit. Making fun of him saying he was addicted to cartoon porn. Like it was all these different, like all these wow. different. Yeah, he was getting real personal, and Adesanya did not like it. And it was, I mean, Strickland, you know, he wears one of those, um, one of those, uh, rock climbing things, those cantonier, whatever they're called, the hooks that you put your, they put your the clamps on. You know I'm talking about to hold you up against yeah. the wall. One of those yeah. things. One of those. Yeah. It's a, it's like a, it's a, it's a. I forget what it's called, but he has, he has his keys on that which is like the 1995 move. So he's one of those dudes. He's just like, he's just one of those guys. So I love that shit. He doesn't care. He's just, he just I doesn't care. Yeah. So he's another Matthew in the house, by the way, Matthew Smith. 15, five, to go with 10. Ron and yes. Rafferty. I mean, what's the over for number of Matthews in the chat on a roll call Friday? Mm. God, I haven't bet this yet, but my, my, you know, I, I think it's a decent bet to take the over for Adesanya and Cantonier. It's four and a half rounds. It's flat. Four and a half flat in a lot of places. Yeah. I, I think we never make a number flat on a total. Yeah. It's, it's, you're talking That's about a good number. Adesanya's average fight time is 1735. Cantonier's is 1005. But, you know, you talk about a three, a three inch. So reach explain advantage. that to people that don't know, Matthew, because we Sorry. know. A, 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 it's a five round fight. Five round five fight, minutes, 25 minute fight, right? So, so five four and a half rounds. Round, five times has five to, is 25. Has to go to 20, basically, has to go past the middle point part of the last round. And a half. 22 and a half minutes, it's got to go for it to get right. to be the over. Right. There are some that think the Cantonier won't last and he'll gas out. So that's why they like the under. But, but Adesanya is not a knockout guy, is he? He can be. I mean, he's knocked out a bunch of fighters in his career. I mean, it's not like this dude hasn't knocked people out, but his last three fights have all gone to decision. Four of his last five fights have gone to decision. Now, one of those fights was his light heavyweight fight against Blinkovich, where he lost. But at this at this weight class, he hasn't lost in forever. And whether it be Whitaker or Vittori or Costa or Romero, Gastelum, I mean, he's gone through the division. He's wrapping it back up again. <laughs> did this guy? Did this guy really say this? Goroff just put the, the, in the chat what he said about the cartoons. Did you hear the line? Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, I heard. The, yes, I couldn't say it, so, but yes, it's still uh, yes. Right. I, I watched the whole press conference. He I mean, holy crap! He roasted him, and he and he got them all. Can, listen, can we talk to Nikki? Can me and you get a pass? Can we start going to the press conferences here in town? Oh yeah, if you want to. I could have gone yesterday if I wanted to. We had more important things to do yesterday. But, but yeah, yeah, I'd love to. I love that stuff. Oh, uh, that the press conference is like that because what they do is they have the ceremonial weigh-ins and they'll have the press conferences kind of all, I guess today is ceremonial weigh-ins. And they'll have the have an event. Like yesterday was the Hall of Fame induction for Habib and a bunch of other fighters. Was so he there? That. Yeah. Habib so was, was there? Yeah, so he was inducted today to the UFC, or yesterday to the UFC Hall of Fame. Wow. So it was a big night last night for a lot of people in the mixed martial arts world. And so they had 
they had an event and then they had the press conferences and the press conferences are always interesting because they, that's when they let them go. Like the media asks questions of Dana and then the fans can ask questions and then it just gets to be just this whole like crazy wacko event. I used to watch them in the risk room. I love their fun on Thursdays or Fridays. I used yeah, to watch really them. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I want to watch these so I can maybe move the numbers because I know what people are going to bet people, off of the things people say. Yep. Agreed. Happens all the time. Yep. Happens you, all the time. You, if you can I mean, go sell the fight. Strickland money came in yesterday after that press conference. There's no debate in my mind that people are betting Strickland's. Came, they wow. Came in was, they, was he the dog before yesterday? Uh, I don't know, but I, but I guarantee you money came in on Strickland yesterday. He's the favorite right yeah. now. Uh-huh. Hold on. Let me check the line history here. Because he won himself a big <laughs> fan base yesterday. So, so it moved yesterday at 245 from Pereira minus 120 to Strickland minus 120 at 245 in the afternoon yesterday. Right after the press and conference. Then, and then Nikki, so Nikki must have been watching it and moved it. Kalikas. And then and then this morning they said to hell with this. We got to go find some Pereira money. He's 130 and he's 120 everywhere else. What's that tell you? Look, Pereira's five and one with an average fight time of 10 minutes and nine seconds. He's got a three-inch reach advantage over Strickland. He only has two fights in the UFC, but this this dude is a problem. He he had a flying knee knockout, took 18 seconds, and everybody has been talking about for a very long time. Then he had a, a decision against Bruno Silva in his last fight where he looked okay, but this is his step up. If he beats Strickland, which is possible, if he wins, he'll get a shot at the title. He'll fight the winner of the fight in the main event. So I'd be Strickland, I'd be real careful with Sean Strickland. But he's a very, I mean, he's 25 and three. Strickland is on a one, two, three, four, five, six fight win streak. Decision, 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 knockout against Brendan Allen, decision, knockout over his last six fights. Somebody's laying that number on Strickland. Setting it up? No, I don't know. Somebody, somebody played it. I don't know. That's, I mean, for Nikki to flip the favorite. They took a bet. They didn't just flip it on a press yep. conference. Somebody bet it. And then maybe somebody bet it again in this morning to go to 130. Over, that one might be the move. Over one, over one and a half rounds is now minus 174 at FanDuel. So it's heavy juice to the over on the on the over. And, and I would lean towards the over. Wait a second. Is that a three-round fight? Correct. Non-title, so, non-title fight. So just as a general rule, the, only the top – Two fights or the last two fights of the night are usually five round fights, championship fights. First, the, the, the main event's always five rounds. Okay. Whether there's a belt or not going. But if there is a belt, okay. the co main will be five rounds as well. Okay. Yeah. There's a, it, it, it's it's going to be a late night. I'm probably not going to be able to stay for the entire thing. It's going to be a late night on Saturday night. When you have two title fights, you're looking potentially like East Coast time ending at 2 a.m. 11 p.m. our time. Hmm. But I'm not. Yes, but I'm not okay. that. In, I'm not that interested in the main event. I I, I think I'm much more interested in the co-main event. Because the Strickland Pereira fight or the Holloway Volkanovski fight. Volkanovski Holloway fight because I can't for life me figure out why the hell they're doing this. 
We've already seen this fight twice. Like, what what are they expecting to see differently? What happened both times? Well, the first time it was a controversial ending. Happened inside the octagon, or sorry, inside the bubble. And it was a unanimous decision. And it was, you know, it was a little bit questionable. Then it was a split decision the next time they fought. So first time, I I thought Holloway won the first fight. I had Volkanovsky winning the second fight. So I I could see one. So who one, won the first one? Who got the decision? Volkanovski's won them both. I mean, he's a two dollar favorite. Yep. She's going to win again, no? Most likely, yeah. That's what I mean. Like we it, normally, you have a trilogy well, fight. You said when, you're most interested in this because you can't figure it out. Why are they doing it? They they have to be doing it because they think that Max Holloway is going to win. Like it's just I I mean I, I watched the Volkanovski. Ortega fight was the last time I went to a UFC event and it was the most incredible main event I've seen in person. And I was octagon side. And what fight was it? Uh, Volganovsky against Brian Ortega. How September long ago 25th, was that fight? September 25th, uh, 5th, 2001 last year, 2021. Mm-hmm. And then he you said just, 2001. Sorry, 2021. Sorry. Uh, Volganovsky ripped, ripped the Korean zombie in his last fight. Just it was an impressive beat down. They had to stop the fight because he was so he tuned him up so badly. Oh, yeah, that wasn't that long ago. That was um well, did the Korean zombie get beat up again his last fight? Was that the guy uh, that got beat up that was a big dog? He was a fan favorite. He got just crushed. <sighs> Where's that? Hold on. So that was against Korean Zombie was back on the 22nd of April. I'm oh, sorry, uh, 20, April 9th, 2022. Sorry. Yeah, that was just a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beat him badly. Crushed him. Mm-hmm. So that's why. I mean, the, 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 there's a couple of divisions. This is one of them where the UFC is having a tough time. The featherweight division is really an interesting division, but they're having a tough time at 145 finding competitors who can challenge the, the champion. So you're recycling these guys through. And there's some great lightweight fighters at 155 and some really cool light heavyweights and some really cool middleweights. It, it's just Volkanovsky is really tough to beat. He's just ex-rugby player, doesn't care about damage, will hit you to get hit. Like he's, he's comfortable exchanging. So... I, the card's really solid. It's it's top to bottom, really interesting. Jessica Rose Clark is the first fight of the night, and she's possibly fighting for her career. And she was considered like one of the up and coming potential superstars in the UFC. And she's had a really rough run of it. And you know they they would like I think they would like to see her win, but we'll see. There's always storylines with female fighters. It makes it a little different, a little difficult. She got arm barred back in February in the first round. It was not a good performance. The woman she's Wait, fighting is pretty good. Where, what is this fight? Give me the names. Jessica Rose Clark. It's the first fight of the night. Again, oh, it's all the way down at the bottom here. Yeah. Stolarenko, I think is how you say her, say her name, who, who she's fighting. Stolarenko looks like. Yeah. It's the first fight of the night. Rose Clark has got a big following on social media. She's very attractive. Gigantic um, line move there. What it flipped to. 
Uh, she's minus 160 or 150. Yes, everyone's hammering on Rose Clark. Yes, yeah, that, that's a big look because everyone the thinks fight like is, I do. It's, it's two and a half over minus 225 or minus 230. Yeah, that's it automatic. Go, it will go It will go to the distance. Just, 100% go to the Yeah, just, just fight, go to the distance. Don't even fight. The, don't bet the over. Just fight, bet the fight to go to the cards. Um, but she got armbarred in the first round. It was really stunning to see her get stopped that fast. So we'll see. Th- this opponent is you know, has not fought well, has lost a bunch of fights in a row as well. So like for Rose Clark, she needs to get a W here for this. And she's fighting on a Volganovsky card, which is really big to her. She's from Australia. A lot of Australian fans will be there. That's why they're putting her in the first fight of the night. She needs to win. Is this a pay-per-view? Yep. But her fight won't be. Her fight is on... All the fights until six o'clock, right? Or whatever. Well, ESPN Plus has the early prelims, and then the prelims normally go on ESPN or ESPN Two, and then the main card goes on ESPN Plus. Pay per view. Pay per view. Correct. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. So they probably put Lawler, Barbarena, Baba, Baba, Barbarena. That's a pick 'em fight. Wow. Mm Robbie Lawler is, I mean, my gosh, you, you have a couple of journey guys fighting. She's been Finally, fighting forever, no? Yeah, yeah. Cowboy Cerrone is fighting on this card. Robbie Lawler is fighting on this card. Cerrone's on this card? Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, because he was supposed Five to fight. O'clock. He's a dog. Plus yeah, was, 160. Because well, this fight was put together two weeks ago. So he's fighting Jim Miller from Boston. Jim Miller is just a <laughs> complete crazy dude. Jim Miller from Boston. Yeah. Jim Miller from Boston's minus 150. Yeah, he should be. I mean, Cerrone was supposed to fight. It, it, it's tough when they have this late of opponent to kind of come on in. And Cerrone hasn't. Uh, Ooh, Cerrone fresh is, Jim Miller is minus 180. Pardon me, sir. Yeah, he's lost six fights in a row. So, or wow. I guess five out of six. He had one that was overturned, a loss that got overturned to a no contest. Wow. Gorov said prelims are on ABC. It's a big deal. Oh, that's this. right. I forgot. He's right. That is. I forgot they, they're doing because it's the we fourth. We can't even do. We did. We tried to do the show yesterday without the chat. We can't thank you guys enough for. Well, keeping I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there. So I even look. That's that's right. Because it's the fourth of July on weekend. ABC. Yeah, that's that's right. The, the prelims are on ABC. Which I don't. You know what? I, I really wonder if that does anything for the pay-per-view buys. I really wonder. Because I always think like when you put it on ABC, the it is always barbaric. For people who haven't experienced UFC before, you got to get used to the blood. You got to get used to a lot of stuff. It's tough to do. You know, it's tough to, if you've ever, you haven't seen mixed martial arts before, it's like, whoo boy. Not a lot of, I, not, it's, it's not a lot of breaks. It's all gas. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> so does Anik do the whole thing? Correct. Every fight. The whole crew does. The whole broadcasting crew does every fight. So he goes from, wow, that's a long ass day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why he won't call me back. It's not, it's not even the long ass day as much as just, I just want to go give him a hug. Five hours on mic. That's what he spends. I do that every day. But he does it with live broadcasts, live, all these different fighter names, all their different history. The, the names alone makes it impressive, Ooh, let alone it's just let alone John is so, I mean, he's so professional, but yeah. like he bring, he matches the energy of the fight yep. every time. Like I was a fan of his before he was on the show. Right. I'm sold forever now. I, I mean, 
I, I'm so impressed with what he does and how he does it. And I know how hard it is to talk and think and be on point, have somebody in your ear all the time, trying to drive the thing, ABC, nationally get the commercial, come back, go to the pay-per-view, no commercials. You got to get Rogan in. You got to get him in. You got to get them in. It's 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 crazy. I just I just took a question from somebody. Is that a purple Buckos hat? Yes, it is. You know it's a purple Buckos hat. Yeah, it's a Roy G. Biv model pirate hat. <laughs> yes, it is. That's what the, the collection's called. Roy G. Biv because every color in the rainbow is in the hat. Well, there you go. Uh, before we let the sports grid folks go, let's do a couple of quick baseball or football topics. We do the circus sports schedule of the day. Uh, real quick, Baker Mayfield said yesterday that he believes that both sides have moved on. <laughs> on the same day that the hearing wrapped, the three-day hearing for Deshaun Watson wrapped, he believes that both sides have simply moved on. Yeah. Do you think that Baker Mayfield plays for Cleveland at all next year? Man, oh man, only if the guy gets suspended. But then I think I think he's getting traded regardless. I think he is too. That's the I mean, I I I don't think he will. But I mean, you know, the investigation ended. But as you said uh two days ago on the show, I believe it was, a lot of times they know the results of things before the actual results. Mm -hmm. They know he's playing. He's they playing. have to. They have to. If they they know he's playing. If they don't, it's the biggest whiff ever from a, from a, a franchise signing a dude that could really put a problematic situation going for them. Yeah. I mean, without a quarterback, you don't play football. We know this. Like, you're done. I mean, they'll get somebody to play, but I think they know he's going to play. He may not play at the beginning. They're going to suspend him. They have to suspend him. This guy ain't showing up playing day one. But that don't mean Baker's playing quarterback for him. I just know it'd be a damn nightmare in the risk room if somebody wants to come up to the counter and bet it for like five thousand. What do you like, do? Right? What to do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to make the number. I don't know who to take the bet. I don't know if this guy knows Baker, if he knows Watson, if he knows he's going to play, if he knows. Oh, that's true. Guy. Yeah, that's true. I, don't, I, I mean, you know, because I want to take the bet. If the guy wants to bet over, I want to take the bet. If the guy bets under, now I'm shitting my pants. Now I'm like, whoa, <laughs> what, what? What? Why is this guy want to bet Cleveland on July 1st for five dimes? Right. What is my number wrong? You know, when they come to bet the over, I don't care. But when they come to bet the under, I'm like, okay, maybe he ain't playing. Now what? Do you move the number? Do you take the bet? You tell the guy a dime. Then he's got, you know, 50,000 followers on social media, big TikTok. And he's going to call you a big puss for not taking a bet and all this other stuff. It's, 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 ah, just that's one thing I don't miss. Come bet the Lakers to win a championship today, please. Don't bet the Browns. All right. Time for the circus sports schedule of the day being brought to you by the Circuit Million Four Football Handicapping Contest. Most exciting football handicapping contest is back for another year. Circuit Million Four delivering six million in guaranteed prizes, one million dollars first place prize. The contest once again will not take a rake. Any fees go right back into the prize pool. Each player making five picks against the spread in pro football, one point for each correct pick. Most points, you win at least $1 million. Entries to the contest are $1,000, max of three per player. Test your skills this year against the best handicappers in the world for your chance to win a $1 million. For more information on contest rules and sign-up information, log on to circusports.com. All right. 
Today's so team. wait a second. We we took this question yesterday in the chat. I saw it, but we were not paying attention to the chat because we were melting in the Las Vegas sun and all of our equipment was right. overheated. So we were not participating with the chat. Are we going to do all 300 teams in college football for this college football schedule? No, we're going to go through basically until we get to mid-August. I'd say we could do all the Big Ten teams, all the big conference teams. Yeah, we'll do. They, I they mean, we've the got conferences. 65 in the Power Five that we can go through. So we'll do them. That's that ta- more than enough. Yeah, that takes us to the start of, of September and to the start of football season. So fantastic. So yeah, that's what we'll do. Ohio State is the team of the day. Ohio State. The Ohio State. Yeah, you yeah, can take that and shove that. Uh, Thank ten, you. I hate that shit too. Ten and oh, a nice. half is the number. Minus 220 to the over. Plus 180 to the Wait, under. wait, wait. What is the number? Ten and a half. Over minus what? 220. Two. <laughs> Hold on. How many games are they playing? 12. We're, we're going to put up 10 and a half? No. We're going to ask ten, people to hold their money half, for six months? 10 and a half is fine. It's the 220 that's the problem. 220? <laughs> Listen, put your goddamn sunglasses on right now because I'm going to go off for 30 seconds. Okay. We got a lot of people in the industry, out of the industry, watching this show. My boys in the risk rooms, girls too. It ain't personal. Move the goddamn number. Okay. <laughs> 10 and a half over minus 220 is ridiculous. Nobody wants to hand you money to bet that over because they ain't coming in to bet the under. You can keep giving away that plus. That's that bullshit stuff that sits on the uh, counters at Walmart that they end up putting there and it sits there, leave it for a dollar. You can get it at the dollar store eight weeks later. It's still not expired. It's still edible, but it's shit. And so is that price on the Buckeyes total. Move it to 11. That's the number. Plus 180, under 10 and a half at plus 180. Can we find two losses for the Ohio State Buckeyes coming up this season? They are going to have. Go ahead. They're going to have the best. I mean, CJ Stroud back. I mean, talking about one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback in college football. Arguable. They have a receiving core that's ridiculous. You're already starting that with the Alabama people right there. We did Alabama breakdown a couple days ago, right? What was that? I said arguably. Okay, I didn't say guaranteed. It's arguably the, the best Ohio State Buckeye fans do not argue. They tell you. Well, that's fine. They can do whatever they Stroud want. Stroud is the best, but that's they don't fine. know where you come from, where you lived at. Yeah. Those people already know down in Alabama. Notre Dame opens the year at home. 4.30 kickoff Pacific time, 7.30 on ABC. Wait, wait, wait. Notre Dame plays. Hold on. I got my games in here. here number. The Ohio State plays Notre Dame at home. Uh-huh. To game open a season, game one. It's it's not they're not an asterisk. So I'm looking like is it neutral field? There's no asterisk. So I don't know if it's a neutral field or not. What would make sense that game one would be a neutral field, right? Well, yes, it would. Yeah, uh, but they they're, playing Columbus. Them. they're playing in Columbus. Notre Dame's opening the season in Columbus. <laughs> according to this, according to ESPN, they must com. have got a gigantic bag. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Ohio State said, 
yeah, we'll play you. Well, I guess they're going to go there next year. Yep. I mean, they have to. There's no Ohio State doesn't, Notre Dame mm-hmm. doesn't agree to games like this. Okay. So what? what's the date of the game? The 3rd of September. Saturday the 3rd. Oh, prime time. 7.30 ABC. Oh, man. I can't find a game. Oh, my God. I'm getting the heebie-jeebies just looking down, scrolling down my odd screen on Saturday. <laughs> Oregon's at Georgia, 18. <laughs> the numbers oh, are. Oh, my yep. God. Bowling Green's at UCLA, 25 and a half. Still can't find a game. Your shorts on. Oh, there it is. Wow. Oh, it's up at the top. Love that. <laughs> Love that when they put that at the top of the rotation. It's a 430 game. 14 and a half. Ohio State? 58 is a total. 14 like and it. a half. Ohio that State's going to kill Notre Dame. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Might bet the under because I don't know the Irish score. Oh, man. Week two, Arkansas State at home. <laughs> Why well, might be 100. Right. Week three, home for Toledo. Man, oh, man. When you're a kid at Toledo, you're like, oh, we got to go to Ohio State and get killed again. 3-0, and obviously. Home for Wisconsin, September 24th. Oh, we catch them early. What is that? First week of October? First week of September. Last week of September. Double-digit favorite. They win that game. Home for Rutgers. They start the year with five straight home games. That's bullshit. I mean, that's just, I mean, who, who does that? Are you only the Ohio State? They're going to start yeah. all, all, they don't leave until don't October go on a road 8th. Trip. And they go to Michigan State. All right. So they beat Rutgers and they go up and beat Michigan State. So they're 6 and 0 when they take on Iowa at home on October 22nd. Oh, so they get one road game and then come back home. <laughs> and a cupcake at that because Michigan State's going to be awful. So it's, it's a cupcake Michigan State W. Good to be the king. Man, yep. oh man, 7 and 0. Oh. All right, here we go now. At Penn State, October 29th. Please. <laughs> I would love. Oh my God. It's a whiteout game. I would right? love nothing more. First of all, we might go to that game. Oh, we might do the Penn State Ohio State swing and then go to the Steeler game the next day. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we could if we could swing that, that'd be amazing. My dream would be to beat an unbeaten Ohio State team at Penn State in a night game in front of everybody. Not going to do it, but we'll put that as one maybe loss in my it's dream. Happened before. Be so yeah, it's happened before at Northwestern the next week. Nope. Okay. Home for Indiana. I mean, seriously. What, what? No. <laughs> at Maryland. Come on, son. No. Michigan at home for the final game of the year. 11. It's, tw- it's 12 and 0. I mean, it's the number. What are it's you doing 12. with this 10 and a half? Now we went through the schedule. I'm even more pissed off that the number yeah. ain't 11. <laughs> well, they can't go 11 and a half, though, right? One. They can't do that. I mean, Fandle won't you go. You could 10 do and that. Yeah, but Fandle it's basically won't. are we going undefeated bet? We've right, done that fa- before with Alabama. But Fandle won't do that, though. We know this. Fandle won't put a half. They, they won't go flat. So they're going to go 10 and a half or 11 and a half. So that's why. You could find 11. I guarantee you a Vegas book will have 11. Should have 11. But look right now. 
it's just, I mean, it's just hard because it's like every team sends tends to get upset by one with one. You need one yeah, loss. One, right. There's one hiccup. So like you can't bet under 10 and a half because that's two. Right. Likelihood of them dropping two games and go 10 and 12 is large. Our 10 and two in a 12 game schedule is like, wow, highly unlikely. I'm looking right now. Wait till Texas and OU and they, they get into the SEC and then USC and UCLA get into the Big Ten. Super conferences are coming. That's going to be here. It's it's that's that that's the end. Circus One. Sports has Ohio State eleven flat. Right, Come get some. That makes sense. Yeah, because they're actually booking the bets at Circa. Thank you very much, Jeffrey Benson, Matthew Metcalf, Jeff Davis. All the boys at Circa. Now Nick Bogdanovich, Richie B. Shout out all of you. Good job, boys. 11's the number. Would you bet under? No. 11 over I'm cool with because it's at least I get a push out of it. <laughs> it's 11 and 1 or 12 and 0. Pretty much the only two options. That's how I read it. Given the schedule, <laughs> given their talent. I mean, schedule is like walk in the park. I mean, they, they the hell gets five home games to start the season. They structured this to win the national championship. This is a national, right? this is a national championship. We worry about the tough games in the playoff schedule. Man. So. Maddie, can we say goodbye to sports grid? We are good. All right, Sports Grid, thank you very much. We will talk to you after the 4th of July. So we're back on Tuesday night, Wednesday overnight, as we go, or Wednesday morning, as we go Tuesday. So we are off Monday. Dave's going to Pittsburgh. You won't see Dave on Sports Grid on this show, at least, until next Friday. So you're off for a week. Pittsburgh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Back to back. We'll call Fridays for Mr. Sherapan. So we got that. Sportsman, thank you very much. Have a phenomenal 4th of July weekend. We'll talk to you next week here after the Pat McAfee show for the Bostonian versus the book. All right. uh, The props.com story of the day, a little bit of a joke I'm doing anyway, because I'm going to make you talk about it because I know you hate it. Stallions versus stars. It's the USFL championship game, baby. We got football to talk about. I have not, I've watched one game of the USFL. Have you it's watched one more than me? You've watched zero. So I total is, watch the total is 45 and a half, which is one of the higher totals I've seen for this mm-hmm. USFL. Mm-hmm. How many bets in totality in the town of Las Vegas we placed on the USFL in your mind? Oh, Under, you'd be surprised. There's over probably a bunch. Four figures? Oh, I don't know. First, no, no, no. A thousand bets. Yeah, in this game. Yeah. No, no, no one's betting. We're not, we're not getting a bunch of like small time, little like 10, 15 buck parlays. I mean, a bunch. There, there might be 300 bets combined total in the whole town. Maybe. The Philadelphia Stars are in this game. Is it ironic that in these games, like they, these teams have city names, but ain't nobody in the city? Correct. But Birmingham Stallions, you know, last week in Canton, they they host all those games in Birmingham. They played at home. Yeah, but here they are in the championship game. Laying Stallions points. laying four and a half money line minus one ninety. Digging dog here on principle. 
I ain't taking shit. <laughs> I don't have to book it. I ain't, I ain't betting it. I ain't watching it. You got me excited about the UFC for tomorrow. I'll be watching that. I'm actually I mean, already I, thinking I, about our new guy. Josh, look, our, our new guy, Josh Shepardson is recommending taking the over. I give him props and major you know, credit for writing this piece on this game. Like he like breaks down prop bets for this game. Like he goes in on a deep dive. That's good. Yeah, he's got. Listen, that's why you people got to go to the site. Just go to the site. (laughs) Two things to do today on Roll Call Friday. You can do it right now. You can do it after we get off. Hit the like button on the the feed if you're watching it right now. Apparently, it does something. I ain't asking you to do much. I wish I could give you all a hat to do it. I can't right now. Eventually. Not because I don't want to. I got other people, you know, my hands are tied. Let's just say my hands are tied right now. I can't do that. All right. And the other thing you got to do is go to the props.com site. Just one time, just go to the site, poke around. You might find something you like to read. Just go to the site. And then I'll thank you guys when I come back from Pittsburgh. Wow. That's wild. So for everybody who's been listening to us, go and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We appreciate you guys doing that. We added a hundred overnight. That's pretty cool. Yay, baby. Appreciate they that, don't guys. Understand. People don't know what's coming, P-Roll. Great. If That's we keep building this thing up. It's great. Exactly. to the channel. I love it. Bet prep, prop bet of the day. Christian Javier, under seven and a half Ks on this one. Props have been hitting and hot on the props. Okay, props been rolling. Astros going today. Under seven and a half. FanDuel minus 118s have got this. Three of the last 14 appearances for Javier, he's gone over this number of seven and a half, averaging 5.8 Ks. Two of his last seven at home, averaging 5.7 Ks. Two of the last 11 when his team is favored, five and a half Ks per game. Faced the Angels twice this year, under seven and a half both times, three Ks and four Ks. It's been somewhat inconsistent recently with the number of innings he's pitched seven, five, six, three and a three and a third, four. He did pitch really well against the Yankees last time out with 13 K's, but that may have been an anomaly under Christian Javier, seven and a half K's. Like it? What's the juice? Minus 118. Man, he looked so good against Yankees last time out. Uh, oh, no. Was that him or was that her kitty? I'm thinking of is it or kitty or a queedy? How do you say his name? I have actually a, someone at MLB has, has a pronunciation guide oh. that has been given to me for every single player in the big Ooh. leagues. So I will get you a confirmation on that. Beautiful. Um, and I have that available at any point because I am number one guilty of sometimes just making the stuff up as they go. I think this is under. Okay. I think this is under. Do you like it? Yeah. I do. I do too. Time now for bet it or book it being brought to you by Caesars, William Hill in celebration of just the picks. We have a up to a $1,500 risk-free bet for new accounts with William Hill and Caesars using that promo code JTP 15 up to a $1,500 risk-free bet with new accounts at Caesars, William Hill promo code JTP just the picks 15 parlay Friday, Dave. 600. It's pretty original. You coming up with this parlay Friday thing. I like that. 
Flattery is what they say, right? Imitation is, <laughs> is always flattery, right? Appreciate that. Hey, that's what they keep telling me too. That's yep. good. Okay. That's good. Sure. Random three legs plus 600 parlay on Fridays. How about I don't that? Know. Hey, everyone could do it, right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Especially on Fridays. Yeah, Fridays just happened to be that day. I don't know. It happened to be a plus 600 parlay. I don't know. Okay. Um, Anyways, Padres under seven and a half. Likey. Phillies under nine and a half. Michaelis, Mikey, like it. Okay. Over nine and a half Braves. Uh, Freed and Minor. Over nine and a half. Look at you. What's number nine? 10. Oh, wow. Some good offshore decided that nine and a half wasn't enough. Um, Wow. So last now, week don't you liked really do last this, week, people. Last week you liked it, right? When two and one, and the only reason why I lost was Tampa won four three, not five three. Correct. We that damn run right, got us right there to get it yeah. again. So we were close last week. By the way, in-game score update: Red Sox four, Cubs nothing. What inning? The second. Over bet. Dummy. <laughs> Dummy me. That should have been a better on the over. That was a stupid bet. Stupid whiff. It's a whiff by me. I knew that was should have been. I was like, why is that eight and a half? Stupid play. I was like, I should have never, never should have been eight and a half. It's blowing it. The wind's blowing it. Bullshit. Okay. They double the whole time then. Just do a good merry-go-round. <laughs> I actually I listen. I don't, I don't, you guys will know again, watching the show and you know, coming over, transitioning from the juice to just the picks to this. And again, the audience is all shared. He goes two out of three consistently. <laughs> consistently. It's hard to hit parlays. All right. Yeah. So three game parlays are fun. That's, I mean, if you're going to do them, that's a good number to do. Um, and six to one is the payout for a three game parlay. Sometimes it's six and a half to one, but you know, he's always trying to find things to come to six to one. And I normally would book them. I would I would consistently book them. Um and again, it's just my nature from being in the book. I would take a parlay that the sun will come out tomorrow in Vegas if you put it with something else, because I'm paying you less than you probably should get. Right. And two things have to happen. Here are three things have to happen. I like this. I think you got a good shot at this. I, I like I like both totals. Um the Braves the may win is- a game seven one. That's the, the problem. So the new thing is for me with the just the picks parlay is that for a long time on the old parlay on the old podcast, I never would count this towards my record. So I'm now counting this. These are now official plays for me. There's I, I, I have gotten rid of the official or unofficial. I'm no longer talking about that. Oh. If I talk, if I talk about a bet, it's good. It's on the record. So either, either I don't talk about it and that means it never existed. If I bet it, it doesn't matter. If I do talk about it, it's live. It's in. So this is a quarter unit bet now every week for plus 600. Parlay. Mm-hmm. It will count. Okay. So, so if that's it's a quarter unit, like for people that don't know, if $10 is your unit, this would be a $2.50 parlay. Yep. And it's six to one. If it wins, you win actually a unit and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, because 250 times six come out to 15. There you go. Mm-hmm. So you actually profit a, oh, a half a unit. Yeah, you profit a half a unit if you hit this, but right. you're only risking a quarter of a unit. Right. 
Fun bet. Will you bet each of these individually? Mm, I normally do. I didn't last night, but normally I have. Okay. So I did not last week to the show. Would you recommend that they do it? Because apparently no. we got people listening that you know. I would say bet the parlay. Tell them to, you know, yeah, go over here. They go. <laughs> I I think I would bet the parlay. I like I like this. I like the only thing I'm worried about is exactly what you said. The Braves not getting enough help is my yeah. Is they my, can win a game six one. That's my concern. That, that's that's the problem. Yeah. Braves team total instead over maybe the parlay you can mix that in there. Maybe his minor's been the numbers aren't going to work for you if you do that to get to six. It, it might be five to one if you do that. It's too much juice. To, it was too much juice to do Braves team total to get to six to one. Mm. Okay. So I had to keep the I had to keep the juice down. Uh Braves run line minus one fifty versus the Reds. The other the other change I've made on just the picks is that I'm no longer doing flat wagering. I'm laying one and a half units. On the Braves, run line. A so dollar fifty to win a dollar fifteen to win ten one fifty to win a hundred. However, you people want to Correct. do it. You don't have to keep it that even. If but it's if you're risking yeah. twenty dollars as your base unit, you do thirty to win twenty. Right. So, so you were doing twenty to win whatever before. Say now you're doing thirty to win twenty. Yeah, I was that getting I was getting okay. juiced out way too much with how you many are. how many games I was betting. Yeah. Like in the NFL, I was nine games over 500. I was down five units. So I had to, I was like, you know what? I can't do it anymore. I got to just lay the juice. I got to suck it up. If I like the bet, if I'm confident in the bet, got to suck it up and lay, and lay the extra. Man, Javi Cash just showed up now. What's up, guys, in the chat? What's up on a roll call Friday? Javi Cash. Um, Betting our booking Braves run line. I like it. I like it a lot. I think it wins, but I'm still going to book it because <laughs> laying 150 on a it's run expensive. line yep, is this. You pick the biggest, expensive, most expensive price one. Well, but because listen, of the like picture, nice shit. Because minor is horrible. It's, Ma- it's Max is. Freed against minor, one in four, 7.71 ERA. Oof. Man. He's not, he's not, he's, he's bad. I mean, he's just, he's not, just Can not we just do run line first five if you want to, but I mean, I just, I just need run line period. I mean, 7.75 ERA at home, 7.94 on the road for this guy. It's oh, a gosh. launching pad of a ballpark as we know in Cincinnati My and gosh, and the reds are absolutely horrible against the run line. <laughs> Bombi just said it's minus two and a half. One and a half is not an option in Canada. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wow. Reds are 33 and 42 on the run line. Yeah. But you know what bet. though? The books in Canada did what you said though. They were like, you know what? Forget it. We're not going to do one minus 160 or 70. We're just going to go two and a half. That's what I mean. I just the, the, you're gonna let, you're save you the time. So yeah. I, I'd rather save you the time. You don't have to lay the bad price. So that's right. I'll book it because this is the game. I mean. I hope it's, you know, for the over, for the parlay, I hope it's 6-1. Oh, you said it could five. be 6-1, right? You said, hey, a 6-1 win. Six, one. Yeah. And then I, I win my bet. I of lose course. the parlay, but I win my bet. Win the bet, yeah. So I'm, This I'm, is likely to happen. So I like that a lot. Yep. Bet two, Dodgers run line 
plus 115 last night is what I got for the Dodgers on the run line here today against San Diego. Blake Snell against Tony Gosselin. As we mentioned, we like the under. Blake Snell has now lost seven consecutive starts for the Padres. 3 0, 4 1, 3 2, 11 5, 4 2, 8 3, 4 2. Every game but one. Six and one, the run line is against Blake Snell over the last seven starts. And Tony Gosselin is a monster. By the way, the first five for the Braves run line yeah. is minus a half, minus 180 for anyone Ooh. offering it, or minus one and a half flat at Circa. They said, the hell with it. We're not doing that. One and we a half in the first five? In the first five. Oh, my goodness gracious. They must have gotten buried on that. No, they just don't want to take any bets. That's right. that's telling you, listen, that's the FU price. Come and get it if you want it, but otherwise take it, take it, take the night off in that game and go get something else. <laughs> Do something. Um whew, this is a tough one because the total seven and a half, and I really like the under. I really like the under. Three one like last like night. Rogers, too. Could be three one, yeah. four one. Eric Hosmer Same is such a game. Eric Hosmer is so bad. How is Eric Hosmer in the big leagues? I mean, that cat, that cat just needs to, that cat's bad. I, he, he was up so many times last night with actual guys would do some damage. Did nothing. Uh, I, I'm not sure the ball left the infield off that guy's bat. Wow. He's tough. Uh, what? Just got somebody in the chat just popped in. He got me off topic. Rob, thanks for this one. Rob Latva. Guy says, Dennis Dodd said the Big Ten is waiting on a decision by Notre Dame. To join the conference, well, they're so there's Oregon the, and Washington. They're holding off until they make a decision. That's monster. That's the end of college football. I mean, it, it, it will become a professional sport if that happens. That's the end. That's the end of college football as we know it. If that happens, it's a super conference. It's a. It, it'll, it'll be two conferences. It'll be the SEC versus the Big Ten. That's wow. it. Everybody else will play one double A football. They'll be, they'll be, they'll, they won't be able to compete monetarily wise, travel wise. The kids will all be paid. It'll be a professional sport. It will not be, it'll be the minor leagues of the NFL, minor leagues of college, but might as well be pro. Wow. It's the dream. Notre Dame has been the dream of the Big Ten forever. Incredible. And, and the Irish finally may have woken up and finally may have realized we're going to get crushed. We're going to get left behind. We've got to go and join a conference. NBC must be so pissed off. NBC must be throwing objects at the wall. We're going to lose their most valuable college football Saturday product uh, product. The only product they have. Wow. They lose Notre Dame. Unless they let them control their own media rights, and that's what they give up for letting them join the conference. They say, hey, join the conference. Give up the media rights. Damn. I don't know. That's whew, all this breaking news. Man, oh, man. End of the show has been crazy. Um, wow. It's a lot to talk about. Um, Tomorrow. Dodgers run line. I, I, I'm hesitant. I, my instinct tells me to book it. Okay, good. But 
Yeah, this is good for you. And then finally, is- Marlins money line against the Nats. They were dogs last night at plus one fifteen. Bet, <laughs> bet. Marlins are eight and one straight up against the Washington Nationals. They're now plus one sixteen. They're still dogs. You can get plus one sixteen right now on the Marlins. Took some dogs yesterday on the MLB network, and yesterday was not really a dog day. It was a lot mm-hmm. of favorites yesterday. There's only seven games, but I think five or six favorites won. Um, first game of the series, a lot of times the dogs get there. I'm betting this. I I, I, I can't believe the Nationals as bad as they are, and Gray has been their best pitcher. Uh, Rogers has been hit and miss, but Marlins and over. Marlins, uh, Rogers at home has been horrible, but on the road, he's been not that horrible. Four and a half ERA on the road. Those numbers at home, a lot of times, like, or, or when those splits get that, he, he stayed in for a beating or two. Like, he was left in too long, was like one of those two and two thirds, eight earned. Takes a month to recover from that as far as the home road splits. So mm-hmm. it's, the Marlins, that game should be pick them at, at worst. I can't yes. believe it's, you know. So on the road, he's 4.23 4. on the road, 8.39 at home. 24, wow. 24 innings pitched at home, 23 earned runs given up. 38 innings on the road, 18 earned runs given up. Opposing <laughs> batting average at home is 330. Opposing batting average on the road is 248. It's like two we different. Got them guys. on the road, right? Yeah, we got them on the road. I'm good with that. Marlins at the Nets. Good with that. I don't know. <laughs> the I, chat, I, I the can't figure that the out. Off, oh, Mikey Awesome just said. You said college football ends as we know. <laughs> Mikey Awesome goes Latva ruined college football. <laughs> That's the guy's name. That said right. It. They posted it. He just ruined college. No, I mean, it's, and now Rob comes back with, "Forgive me, I have sinned, Mike." I mean, this is just I, I'm entertained by the chat. I love it, guys. I really appreciate it. Favorite thing about today before you head to Pittsburgh? Um, well, I'll be around all weekend. We're trying to plan some uh, some ideas for uh, July Fourth. Nice. Um, and we'll you know discuss that as well with. Uh... <laughs> can, can you see that? Can, can you see this? What, what I'm holding up? Can you read that? I don't know if you can read that. No, what's it say? It says like, I, I can't read it. The, it, it says move, move the, the goddamn damn, number. Move the damn number, teacher. <laughs> There's all these teachers move the damn number t-shirts. That's, you know what? We may need to have it where BVB shirt is it's BVB in the front and the back. It just says SoCal DJ said BVB move the damn number t-shirts, please. It's in reference to what Dave yelled earlier. Yeah. Move the damn number. But that's phenomenal. Number. That's hilarious. Oh, it's so good. Um, so July 4th is one of my favorite holidays. It was always a time where we had like, you know, time together. We went somewhere in a car and watched fireworks it's one of my favorite holidays. I'm looking forward to it, to celebrating with the girls. You know, there's a bunch of different fireworks displays in town. Um, so that's one thing. But my mm. favorite thing about today is this, Matt. I went and stopped here this morning. Duncan. Right? And I got the iced coffee. It's actually this. I get. I don't even know if that's coffee, but I get what's something called an ice vanilla, vanilla latte. Yes, I don't uh-huh. know what it it's is. Kind yeah. of coffee, but it's more like a frap. But yes, it's kind of like coffee. Okay. So, yep. Um, ice coffee. I did Duncan. Starbucks earlier this week. 
Oh, and I did this. Which do you like better? I got to give you credit. <laughs> Told you. I I like to give you shit when you're wrong. <laughs> I give you credit when you're right. Bostonians are not going to give me any credit for this. They're just going to go. We told you. This is minus 300. We told you. Minus 300. I could walk to the Starbucks. If I'm getting this again, I'm getting it from here. Yeah. Dunk is. I, Dunkin' Donuts. And, and, Dunkin' Donuts. It's, 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 the rice coffee is unbeatable. It's it's it tasted perfect, and I was <laughs> in like, summer. It's it's people drink it year round. That's why people in Boston like it's. If you're a townie, you drink Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee year round. That's what you do. Well, in December, twenty degrees, you drink an iced coffee. This shit is happening. I don't know how it's happening, but it's happening, and I'm in five minutes. Minus three hundred for the Dunkin' iced coffee. My favorite thing about today. It's fine. Just hang out. I'll be done. I'll be done in five minutes. Five yes. minutes, man. Yep. You're fine. Five minutes. Um, my favorite thing about today, there's a bunch of stuff that I want to get to real quick. Um, oh one, yesterday, thank you to everybody. That was amazing to go back and watch the show. <laughs> Farron does an amazing job. It was it was awesome. so fun. The shot, awesome. the, the clips, the you know, everything. Oh. It was it was really, really fun to go back and watch that last night and see it. And it was really, really cool. Um, my favorite thing about today, but is uh, what happened. He froze. Somebody. Oh my gosh. Look at that. Look at that face. There, you know how many people we have clipping him right now <laughs> in that face? My favorite thing about today is Matt's face right there. See how fast it is before he can come back. I don't know. Oh. Uh, you're here. I got to add you in, but yes. They, they, they got you. They got you. They got you, P. Roll. So close. You said my favorite thing about today is, and you leaned in with this really serious face. Okay. And, 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 and you know they're clipping it. it. Sorry. Um, Welcome back, sir. Yesterday, last night, into this morning, just the picks dropped. The fact that the theme song for that show was written by a listener that we now can use for our new iteration of the daily podcast. Yes, sir. It was so fun to watch it come to life yesterday because it's so much had been, there'd been so much talk of it for literally three months leading up to July 1st. And I'm sure some of you guys know this, like in terms of like planning things out and like you've got different cooks and kitchens and should you or should you not? How do you do it? When do you do it? Where do you do it? All these different things. And I was just when I was editing it last night and putting it together, I was just like, this is kind of crazy because most people who started listening to the Daily Juice didn't listen day one. They weren't there at the beginning. They were because it was done during the pandemic. It was done on July 8th of 2020. Like nobody knew what it was. So now we're starting and we have this audience that already is passionate. They already get what I do. They already love it. And now I'm just kind of continuing it onto a different form and I'm getting to tweak it and make it a little different, make it more unique and do some things I've wanted to do for a while. And like just getting that, somebody wrote me a DM and said, I missed the debut. I can't, I'm so excited to be there for day one. And I thought that was really cool. I was like, yeah, that's really neat. There's going to be a lot of people who are going to be at the start of this, who are going to be part of, you know, both the brigade and just the picks. And now we can have these two shows kind of meld together and, and do it. And as, as, you know, as, as we roll. So yes, there'll be a podcast every single day. 
okay, Fourth <laughs> of July, go through Labor Day, 365, there will be a podcast every single day. And I'm so happy I don't have to change the background anymore. <laughs> I'm so happy that I don't have to do that. <laughs> that was such... It only, to the ass. it only took 30 seconds, but it was such a pain in the ass. It was just yeah, kind of, yeah, it was just yeah. going back and forth, back yeah. and forth, back and forth. And, you know, I'd, I'd come down here in the morning and have to set up the props banger back around. I was just like, so glad that's done. Like 10 yeah. minutes of your day saved every day. No, 30 seconds, but it just feels like 10 minutes. It's, it just, it feels better that I don't have to do it. So that's my favorite <laughs> thing about today. The banner stays. No worries. Dave's back Friday. Watch him. Can we watch you on Wednesday? Nope. Okay. I don't think so. Why not? I'll get all the details. Tomorrow. Okay. Get the details. Or Monday or Tuesday. I don't know. I'll, I'll find because out. Because the I'll, secondary channel. Will see, secondary I'll channel be on social direct, media. Direct TV. The secondary channel might be available. I know. I, there's a discussion whether it's actually going to air live. They don't know what we're going to say. Oh. So we're, we're, we're waiting to see how, when, what we're going to do Tuesday dry run and see and then they're going to determine what's going to happen wow. wednesday interesting <laughs> best of luck to you have a have a good time back east we'll be all over the socials we'll we'll right. we'll, we'll let you guys know at sports bk and sig we'll Very be nice. in pittsburgh having a lot of fun trying to set up a uh bvb show for the uh patriot steelers if tuesday we don't know yet wednesday will be doug franz thursday will be sean lockhart tuesday is still tbd but tuesday when you see me next Different co-host, the same Bostonian versus the book. Like, subscribe, go listen to Just the Picks. Have fun. Talk to you for Just the Picks tomorrow morning. He's BVB Tuesday. He's Dave. I'm Matt. Have a phenomenal 4th of July weekend. Lakers.